0: It's KDJ. <laughs> wake up and let the weirdness begin It's the KVJ Show To start your morning Kevin <laughs> is the host And his skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost Virginia <laughs> Sounds like this Neckname Vicious beast. So don't get her pissed Jason, talks like it's best And they love to talk about Bigfoot and staff. So get ready, here we go You're listening to 97.9 with the KVJ Show
1: Alrighty, hello and welcome It is the Monday KVJ Show How you doing today, Virginia? I'm
2: doing good, but uh, our poor baby Jaybird, not so much.
1: Yeah, no, he's uh, under the weather today. He uh, was kind of ailing on Friday. He
2: had a fake wisdom tooth. A fake wisdom <laughs> no,
1: tooth? Oh.
2: A fake pink eye.
1: Oh, okay. A fake
2: wisdom tooth. <laughs>
1: yeah, so he had that, what, taken out on Thursday? Is that what it was? Yes. Okay. And he didn't get his
2: medicine in his system fast enough, and I think it was just ruining his day on Friday. He was in so much pain. Right. You know, like when your mouth is just throbbing. Oh It's the
1: worst, yeah. I, I
2: don't even know how he was here. Right. I would have been like at the pharmacy getting my meds.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Uh yeah, they they prescribed him the good stuff, like the Percocet or whatever. So oh,
1: like, okay. Well you, you <laughs> definitely know your pills.
2: I'd be at home with my feet up
1: <laughs> Right eating, eating Percocets. Just enjoying your day, huh? He was
2: not. He was here working. Yeah. With pain. I don't know how he did it.
1: Yeah, and then he uh, took off after the regular show on Friday and uh, missed the, after the show. Uh, he had like a fever and everything going on. And then, yeah. Uh, he texted last night and said that uh, he has been sick all weekend and not not doing any better. Dang. So I don't know if he's got a uh, separate flu. I mean, can you <laughs> can you have tooth pain that makes you ill?
2: And don't forget,
1: too, he felt
2: like he had an eye infection coming on from the t- competition, do it be on Tuesday. Yeah, he put his whole face in the gravy, and right. it, it was like a, a turkey gravy that I made from Thanksgiving. Uh huh. And he got the turkey gravy in his eyeball, uh huh. And then he felt like he was developing an infection from that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. What?
2: If anybody needed to get antibiotics in their system, it's him. He had a
1: lot of stuff going on in his body. And he
2: had a script for him, and he just didn't get him on Thursday.
1: Yeah, just I think, couldn't make it happen I, huh
2: I think his body just said we're done
1: his body said you need to go sit on the bench I'm gonna put you on the bench like it or not yeah you're in penalty that's a <laughs> timeout okay so uh bird not gonna be with us today we got uh, everybody else though we got uh Denny's suits uh the rest of the crew is here and of course we are up on kvj TV you can see everything that is going on just go to YouTube and look for the kvj show what are you thinking about what, what are you thinking about thinking about what, what are you thinking about what do you have on your mind today virginia
2: oh i'm just i feel so relaxed uh, me and suits have been working on a big project together and we finally got it all done his move behind the scenes was just a lot. Oh you know, it was, okay. Poor suits. He's got a lot of stuff. Like his mom has all that furniture still from when they lived in that big house. Uh-huh. And you know, when you're having to downsize because of the economy and because they He got his rent raised like 600 bucks a month, yeah. so they had to move out of that place, and it's just been a big project that we've been helping suits with behind the scenes, and thanks to Good Greek Moving and Storage, finally over the weekend, we finished it. We finished paying them, and we moved all of his stuff, so it's done. Okay, so he's uh, now all settled. He's all settled, and oh, does it feel good. When you finish a big project that you've been doing for months, yeah. it's like, ah. Oh.
1: Yeah, that's that's a lot.
2: <laughs> it's a lot. You know, and he's a kid. He's just trying to help his mom.
0: Uh-huh. He's in
2: a bad situation because of circumstances out of his control. And right. it's a lot of responsibility for a kid to be shouldering. Mm-hmm. And his mom is is disabled. You know she's got injuries. She can't work in the same physical capacity that she used to. And right. I just hats off to you, Suits, for being the man of the family and stepping up behind the scenes to help your mama. I'm very proud of how he handles himself. He's a man.
1: Yeah, he is. He's he's a good. He's a good egg. That he's kid. a good
2: egg. We love our suits.
1: Yeah, made that to happen. When mom. you
2: see him behind the scenes, give
1: him a hug. Yeah, I'm glad we got that uh, taken care of, because I know at uh, one point he was uh, looking out of state. Yeah, he wanted to leave the state because he couldn't find
2: any rent that he could pay with, you know, his starter salary. He's a Mm -hmm. kid. He's new in radio. You don't make money when you're new in radio.
1: Yeah. Or old in radio. (laughs) Or old in radio.
2: (laughs) Or ever in radio. (laughs) I think he's settled for now. I hope he's settled.
1: Because we don't want to lose our suits. No, absolutely not. No, got to keep everybody together. So, What's on your mind? Dolphins, baby. Got on a uh, new Dolphins shirt here. Uh, celebrate. The uh, Dolphins picking up a, another big win yesterday. They uh, looked really good. They played in Washington against uh, the Commanders or whatever they call that team these days. And uh, they were just cranking. I think they set a record for the most uh, tied for the most points they've uh, had in a half. Wow! It was like a uh, thirty-one points they'd uh, put up in just the uh, first half. Uh, two of the quarterback looked great, eighteen to twenty-four, two hundred eighty yards. He had two. Touchdown passes to Tyreek Hill. One was sixty yards, the other was seventy-eight yards. Whoa! He just he gets behind the defense and just can't even stop him. You can even see like the the Commanders uh, defenders are just like I don't know, man. He just, <laughs> you know, just gone. Pew,
3: pew, yeah, just, pew. what are you gonna do?
1: <laughs> so yeah, first time since two thousand and one that the uh, Dolphins have been nine and three. They're leading the AFC East. It's uh, looking pretty good, and that was a big win for December because Mike McDaniel never won a game in December, so they got that. Uh, done and taken care of. And uh, then they're going to be home on Monday night taking on the Tennessee Titans in a big Monday night game. So it's good. And then they got a big stretch coming up. They've got uh, the Cowboys on Christmas Eve and they've got uh, the Bills still coming up. Yeah, my husband is Jets.
2: nervous about that game.
1: Yeah. I, he's, uh, w- he's
2: got friends coming in from Buffalo that are going to go to that game with him. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. He's pretty nervous. Well, since the last time they played, the Bills whooped up on the Dolphins, and everything has kind of uh, flipped since then. So I
2: know. You, you, you never really know. That's why any given Sunday.
1: That's right. <laughs> you never know. So we'll see what happens. So good for the uh, Dolphins, looking uh, pretty good and uh, feeling pretty good about that. Um, a couple of other things. Uh, I don't know if your daughter had... Uh, been watching yesterday, Florida State got jobbed and didn't got, did not get into the college football playoff. Yeah,
2: Panda was trying to explain to me how there's like a committee yeah. and they make the decision. And 13 people. Everybody's like mad at them now.
1: Yeah, they decide who's going to play for the the way it's set up right now. There's only four teams to get in. And Florida State was a conference champion, 13-0. Um, a conference champion that was undefeated, never been left out. Uh, it was a Power 5 school. And that was the first time. So they were the first, unfortunately, of not what you want to be the first of. So Florida State does not get to play for a national championship. They get to play Georgia in the Orange Bowl here in South Florida instead.
2: But how does that make sense? If they're the only undefeated team and you don't let them in.
1: Their quarterback, you know, uh, Jordan Travis. Broke his leg. Yeah. Uh, the old Benjamin High School quarterback. But and haven't so there
2: been two games without him that they've won?
1: There have, but they didn't think they looked good. Mm-hmm. Enough. And so they're like, yeah, I don't think they're going to – they had their third-string quarterback in on Saturday. Still won, great defense, but, yeah, it didn't, didn't happen for them. So there was a lot of very upset Florida State fans today.
2: Yes, Magnolia is
1: one of them. Okay, yeah, (laughs) I'm sure that uh, they're all upset. So, anyway, that went down. And uh, also, quick uh, congrats to some high school teams. Chaminade Madonna One, They're going to be in the state championship coming up on Thursday. Columbus and Miami, they're going to be playing on Friday. Then you got Miami-Norland, St. Thomas Aquinas also. And the uh high school football championship so congrats to them it's a pretty good weekend of football all right coming up here in a couple minutes if you are looking for a good movie to watch suits is going to uh break down a classic flick and uh let you know if it's worth watching and uh we'll also break down two interesting weekend at the box office what actually finished number one we'll let you know on the way kvj Well, if you love holiday classics, you might be intrigued to see that uh, Macaulay Culkin, he got himself a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame.
2: I saw that. I watched him the other night on Celebrity Jeopardy, and he won. He really?
1: was doing really well. He on yeah. Celebrity Jeopardy? He was
2: on Celebrity Jeopardy, pulling it together. He's just
1: crushing it these days, huh?
2: I think he did really good. I can't remember. Did he win? I can't remember, if he, but he was impressing
1: okay yeah he was good all right yeah he's uh just uh, got a strong run of things
2: he credits it all to his uh baby mama song is her last name
1: yeah he gives
2: her all the credit for getting him sober and keeping his head in the game and
1: i remember he had kind of a weird run there he had uh long hair was doing odd things and now he looks all clean cut and i think deborah song is her name yeah, and that sounds got, right. They've got two kids together. They're adorable. Brenda they were out song. There. Brenda song. Yeah, Brenda sorry, Brenda. song. Yes. She was on the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody.
2: Yes, she's adorable. Yeah. I think she's the one that made him go straight
1: okay. and like
2: get off the drugs and get your stuff together. They got two kids together.
1: He's looking solid. He is. Looks together. Yeah. It was, was kind of cool to see him with his uh, home alone mom. So that uh, is definitely the top movie that uh, people say they rewatch during the holiday season. And if you want to re-watch something else, Suits has got a movie review here of
3: an old classic. What is the movie that you watched over the weekend, Suits? So I might get hate for this one. Um, last week, we were talking about classic Christmas movies, and I kind of jumbled them up and then got called out because I mistaked a Christmas t- a story for Miracle on 34th Street. I thought that was that old black and white one. Uh-huh. So I've actually never seen a Christmas story, the one with Ralphie.
2: Oh, oh okay. yeah. Okay. That's not black and white.
3: No, I thought it was. So somebody called me out, called me an idiot for it. I'm like, Jesus, oh, I didn't know the movie. Sorry. <laughs> it comes
2: with the territory suits. If I'm I had a dollar, every time I was called an idiot.
3: <laughs> so I thought, you know what? They show this thing all the time. I'm going to watch this movie and uh, it's no home alone Aww. oh no oh uh, wow i don't know uh, so i know i'm gonna get hate for this one because people love this movie i kind of thought it was boring and ralphie's kind of annoying i'm sorry <laughs> i just at your, at, look, I, you're not gonna get any
1: hate for me because i'm kind of right there with you i i really don't honestly get it I, I feel like it's one of those movies you ever seen something where it's like, you don't want to be the one person that doesn't get it. So you're like, yeah, I love it. I feel like that's the way it is with this movie. A lot of people say they love it. I'm like, do they really love it? I mean, is
3: it really that great? I, I'm right with you. I, I feel the exact same way. I'm curious if I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. Are there people who secretly feel the same way that this movie is not as good as people make it out to be? Or are people going to be like, how dare you?
2: It's such a classic. <laughs> and I, I love the dryness of it. I love how he is commentary the whole time i love all that but it is kind of slow moving i get that
3: yeah it's a little boring
1: (laughs) i think it's just one of those things that there's good quality entertainment and there's stuff that you do just because it's nostalgic and it's something that you do every year at christmas and you like it maybe because that's just the way it is so what would you grade this movie suits
3: it's gonna be real bad, guys. I just did not like I'm I mean I'm I'm down like around a twenty or a thirty. 20? I, I wow. really didn't like it. It Ooh. was just it was a chore to get through. It really was. It was not my movie. I know people are gonna have a lot of really rough opinions on that one, but I'm sorry guys, Ralphie just annoys me. Wow. Like. <laughs> okay.
2: Suits is going in hard on a Christmas story. Watch Dang. home alone this
3: holiday season. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll have you put a pull up. I am kind of curious. How many people say they actually really love a Christmas story? Is there a lot of people that really, it's got to do well because they do show it every single year
3: on TBS. They show for like 24 hours straight every year. Yeah, it's just on.
2: You kind of feel like they wouldn't be doing that if it wasn't getting people to tune in. Right?
3: I'm going to put that poll up. I'm curious to see what the results are. (laughs) Back me up, chat room. All right, you can uh, go to
1: YouTube and you can sound off on that right now. Did you see what the top movie was at the weekend box office, Virginia?
2: Was it the Beyoncé movie? It was.
1: It was the Beyoncé movie. Her concert film that was out, and her and Taylor Swift have been giving each other love. They've gone and seen each other's version. A lot of people like that female empowerment. Her movie was big. It wasn't as big as Eras when it uh, first opened up.
2: But still, she won the box office.
1: Yeah, she did. Yeah, so uh, uh, really big stuff for uh, Beyonce. Yeah, the Renaissance a film by Beyonce. It uh, brought in 21 million. They say that is the biggest first weekend for the month of December in 20 years. So okay. yeah, so uh, good for her. No, uh, no shame in that game. 21 million. Solid. The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, that dropped down to second. That brought in 14.5 million. I don't know if that's that strong. I don't
2: think it is. I expected more from The Hunger Games. Right. Has it just been too long?
1: I don't know. Or do people not care? I, or is it just maybe a bad movie? I don't know. I don't think that's that impressive. Uh, it's now made $121 million domestically. So that's not bad. I guess I had a good first opening weekend. And then they had this Godzilla Minus, a new uh, Godzilla movie.
2: <laughs> a new Godzilla, okay. I guess
1: so. Uh, and I think it's Japanese, too. It was a uh, third with uh, $11 million. So, But it was in uh, limited release, so that's what uh, happened at the weekend box office. The KVJ Show. All right, so how do people really feel about a Christmas story? Suits so watched it over the weekend, and he gave it like a 20. Oh. He was not feeling it. I don't know if it's that bad. Uh, somebody else texted and said, yeah, I really did love A Christmas Story while growing up, so I showed my kids over the weekend, and they were both horrified, and it made them sad, and they absolutely hated it. Really? Yeah, that's why we kind of do Suits' review, is to see, you know, if you got kids and you start bragging up a movie that you grew up loving, are the people in a younger generation, are they also going to love it, or are they going to be like, yeah, that just did not age well? And that might be one of those movies that uh, did not age well. We put up a poll on our YouTube page. Do you really like a Christmas story? It's kind of split. It's 53% are still saying yes, 47% are no. So, all right.
2: Well, the slight majority goes to yes. Right. Slight.
1: Mhm. But it may not be a movie that your kids love.
2: I think it may just move a little slow for young people. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's probably, a, and somebody said it's a generational thing. And it I is. think that's probably it. Totally. Yeah, so don't be disappointed when you show it to your kids and they're absolutely horrified and they hate it. It's probably what's going to happen. Well they had the Tortuga tickets, they went on sale on Friday, big uh, country music fest.
2: Yeah, maybe if I sell my car I can afford to go.
1: Yeah, that's kind of it. You're <laughs> talking about the uh, I think just the regular VIP was 1500 plus. The <laughs> super VIP is going to be a little bit more than that, of course. And you know, we've think about the last 20 years, we didn't really have any music festivals. And now you've got Tortuga that is big. You've got Ultra, which is your EDM Music Fest. The Okeechobee Music Fest tried to get going. It's kind of sputtered out a little bit. I don't think they're going to be having it this year. They think they're going to bring it back next year. Uh, but the one that's been the main staple forever has been Sunfest in West Palm Beach.
2: And I can remember when Sunfest was like 25 bucks a ticket.
1: Right. Exactly. It's It's been around for a while. It is, I, I believe, as far as... I, there's not another one I know of that's uh, older than that.
2: We would get a three-day pass, and it was less than 60 bucks. Because if you got it early, it was like a mm-hmm. deal. right? And those
1: days are gone. Well, those days might be coming back. Okay, now I'm back in. Okay, I, I, I'm just kind of curious how people are going to feel about the strategy they are taking on. This is going to be the 40th SunFest. It uh, is going to be May 3rd through the 5th. And uh, they've already put some tickets out there that you can get. And do you like the strategy? What they're going to do is they admit that they are going to be cutting their music budget for big acts. That is not where they're going to put their focus anymore. Now, when Sunfest first started, it really was a jazz festival. And they had art, and that's pretty much what it was. I, I don't even think they charged When they first did Sunfest, people would come in. It was just a waterfront festival with jazz music and people look at the art and all that kind of stuff. And then it just, you know, it grew and it expanded and they started putting some more modern acts in there. And then it got to what it's been the last couple of years where they had a band. Like I saw the Killers there last year. You know, that was huge, right? Big budget acts. Yes. So they say that that has not been working for them. SunFest has lost more than $6 million, they say, over the past seven years. Oh, dang. So, and the strategy in SunFest started to change. The prices would go up. They cut back days. Remember that? Last year, it used to be, what, Thursday through Sunday, and they got rid of, I think, the Thursday. Remember
2: at one point, it was Wednesday? I think it was, yeah. Through Sunday? Right. Which, that just seemed like it was too much of a beast.
1: Yeah. So they got fewer musical acts, and they took away some of the long-time attractions that they had. I think the art thing.
2: The art was gone last year. Right. And a lot of people were upset about that. Uh, I think it kind of makes it cool. It's it's stuff to look at. It's, it makes it more like diverse of a festival. Without mm-hmm. the art, it's just the music. And I think that you're missing out on a demo that went to stroll the art.
1: Yeah. I guess you got to figure out what it is you want to be. And it is... Tough competition to try to get, you know, those acts. You pay a ton of money. Um, So they're still going to be paying, you know, a couple mil to uh, get the acts, but they're going to cut it by a million. And they also are going to be cutting ticket prices. Single day advanced adult tickets are going to be $60. That is going to be cheaper this year by $10 a ticket. So you're going to notice it's going to be a little bit cheaper, but you're going to also notice that they're going to have mid level acts. They're not going to be going for the killers and some of those big that, you know, would play an arena or an amphitheater or something like that. So there'll be more mid-level bands and they're going to focus a lot on local bands. I love that. I think that's awesome. And they're even going to try to book some high schoolers. Okay. So they would have, you know, like a Dreyfus and some of the art schools and their performing acts would be out there doing some stuff. In fact, they're going to bring back the third stage this year, and that's just going to be local acts.
2: Look, when you bring in local acts, when you bring in these schools, those people come with a built-in crowd. Mm-hmm. And especially when you put students on a stage, all the parents buy tickets right. to go. You will have a built-in crowd. Yeah.
1: So it seems like it's going to get a little bit more moderate. It's going to be a little bit more community-driven, less on the big names and the glitz and all that, and maybe a little bit more of a turning back to what SunFest used to be.
2: I hope they can make it because it is a wonderful festival. I mean, the location... It's so beautiful in South Florida. Mm -hmm.
1: And I actually went through, they had a quiz that I just, I'm on their email list. And so they had a Survey Monkey quiz the other day for some artists on who you would like and ranking them. And they had some newer alternative acts. They had some 80s kind of acts that were in there, like Billy Idol and Culture Club. I know was in there that you could rank out of that grouping. And so, you know, I, I think that's kind of what you're going to be looking at is some upstart bands, some old classic bands that still kind of tour. Well, we cheer for it to be successful and
2: to have a little bit lower of a ticket price. So that's good.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'll, uh, you know, put up another pool, see what the uh, the people think. Do you like the SunFest concept of less big name artists at a cheaper ticket price with the local acts? So
2: It's all going to depend on who they end up putting on the bill because everybody's got an opinion of the SunFest lineup.
1: I I think you'll probably see like Culture Club, Billy Idol, you're going to see an up-and-coming alternative band. But
2: make it diverse, you know, be all over the place, throw some country in there, reggae in there, local guys in there, like make it diverse so there's a little bit of
1: everything. Yeah, I I think that's probably what they'll be. Maybe you'll see like a Spread the dub or something like that. Maybe the Value Meal Killer will be asked back. If they're looking at local acts, right? Your boy draws. He's a local act. He
2: is a local act that draws a huge crowd. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so I think they've uh, probably heard him. Maybe they're listening. So Sunfest, I think, is going to look a good bit different and probably more of a throwback to what uh, Sunfest used to be when it comes uh, back in May. The K V J Show.
2: I love eating better, and with Factor, you can do it. Every single fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-curated, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every single week, including calorie-smart options, protein plus, also keto, and there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day, courtesy of Factor. What are you waiting for? Call today and get after those goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save today. They've done the math for us. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved, and it's nutritious, and they're delicious. So do what I did. Head to factormeals.com slash kvj50 and use code kvj50 to get 50% off. That's code kvj50 at Factormeals.com. I love eating better, and with Factor, you can do it. Every single fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-curated, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every single week, including calorie-smart options, protein plus, also keto, and there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day, courtesy of Factor. What are you waiting for? Call today and get after those goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save today. They've done the math for us. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved and it's nutritious and they're delicious. So do what I did. Head to factormeals.com slash KVJ50 and use code KVJ50 to get 50% off. That's code KVJ50 at Factormeals.com.
1: Got a new strategy for Sunfest. Cheaper ticket price. Bringing back the art village and going to have more mid to local artists is going to be the game plan. Gone are going to be the big old bonanza names like the Killers are going to spend a million dollars less on uh, booking talent this year. They've been losing money the last couple of years and I think it is kind of tough for music festivals these days. Back down, somebody said the beale street uh, music festival they ended after 46 years whoa because of uh, finances and security issues the one thing i know is a big issue is is uh the insurance
2: insurance and yeah
1: crowd management well i remember astral world that kind of yeah. changed the game a little bit when it you really get people to get trampled it did and uh it's it's tougher to get those insurance buyouts now. So we asked if uh, people do like the idea that they're kind of going a little bit uh, old school and retro with their uh, concept on SunFest. And 60% of people are feeling it. Okay. So majority of people are like, okay, I kind of like the uh, strategy.
2: Everybody is happy to hear the ticket prices are going down. That is a yeah. good thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Like that is a big deal. All right, uh, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, there is a city in South Florida that was named... One of the top 10 safest cities in America to drive in. Can you believe that?
2: (laughs) It's not south of us. I know that. (laughs) Poor Kevin almost got run off the road in Miami a couple Saturdays
1: ago. It's absolutely insane. And
2: he was going 10 miles over the speed limit. Maybe more. They were blowing past him like he was standing still, and he was shook.
1: Yeah.
0: The KVJ Show.
1: Believe it or not, we've actually got a city in the top 10 for the safest to drive in in America. And you're right. It is not to the south of West Palm Beach. It is to the north. Port St. Lucie. Okay. 10th safest city in America to drive. That is based on fatality data, like speeding DUIs and other variables. And that's according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. So congratulations. Congratulations. Port St. Lucie. Safe drivers. Did you know, according to uh, AAA, there are six different types of drivers, Virginia? Six? Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. 41% of us think we're safe drivers. Are you a safe driver? <laughs> I don't think I'm living in that illusion. Okay. <laughs> are you a speeding driver?
2: Sometimes.
1: That's a 23 percenter. Are you a distracted driver? Definitely. Okay, I think that would be your category. That's 15%.
2: (laughs) Oh, you saw me the other day pulling out of the gas station. I didn't even notice you.
1: No, I was trying to get around. I saw this car. I'm like, oh, they are going to T-bone me if I don't uh, accelerate. And I look up, and there you are, biting the side of your jaw. And I'm like, oh, she's not even paying attention again. (laughs) Her mind is somewhere else. <laughs>
2: distracted. She's just
1: going forward. Uh, distracted and aggressive drivers is 17% of us. The most dangerous drivers make up 2%. And those are the people that are zipping in and out. Man, they are, it is crazy. Every day on I 95, there is somebody that is going at least 120 miles an hour. It is crazy. You ever see it? You're like, how are they not in an accident yet? Well, they're going to be, because here's
2: the problem. You have a bunch of snowbirds that are down here, too. And so right. Speed Demon plus Snowbird is a deadly combination. Terrible. The snowbird's not even going to see you. They're going to change lanes in front of Speed Demon, and then that's where you're going to get your wreck.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the way it goes. And uh, 1% of us, they say, are impaired drivers. ruh roll.
2: Ruh-roh. Ruh-ruh. Yeah. That's not good. I mean, now with Uber, there's just no reason.
1: Right it's kind of silly. Well, uh, people want to know where uh, Jaybird is. He is not dead by Christmas, we don't think. <laughs> we he is... hope
2: not. No, we hope not. That was a joke. We don't really want that to come
1: true. No, not at all. <laughs> no, it's just been kind of a running thing. But no, he is he is ill. And, and I don't know exactly what he's got, but he's apparently held on to a fever since Friday he was in here. And he was not looking good or feeling good.
2: Well, he had to get his wisdom teeth out and then that was dramatic and then he felt like he was getting sick and he felt like he had an eye infection from putting his face in gravy on tuesday (laughs) like it was just a perfect storm and then he's like feel my head do i feel hot and i was like yeah
1: you actually do oh wow so he was definitely running a fever on friday can you get sick from a tooth extraction like that
2: if it gets infected
1: yeah absolutely Okay. I think he already had
2: an infection brewing in his eye. <laughs> so, and he was supposed to get his medicine on Thursday. He didn't uh-huh. get it. So he didn't start on the antibiotics. He didn't start uh, on the...
1: Okay, so it, it might have gotten in and taken hold?
2: Maybe. I mean, that seems kind of fast, but I don't know. When I felt his head, he was definitely
1: warm. Wow. Okay, well, we'll check in with him and see how he's doing today. But, yeah, last night he'd sent a text and said, I do not think I'm going to be there. He was uh, laid up all weekend.
2: Yeah, I was texting him on Saturday, and he never even texted me back. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Oh, really? Yeah, I was asking him if he wants to have a yard sale at his house because, you know, Suits has a bunch of stuff from downsizing, and Mm -hmm. that was my recommendation to Suits. I'm like, look, you just need to have a yard sale Get rid of all this stuff, Mm -hmm. because you don't have a big house anymore. Right. It's time to downsize.
1: Okay. So no response, huh?
2: No response from
1: the bird. (laughs) Okay, so we don't think uh, Jaybird really did a lot this weekend, so instead we're going to look at uh, Denny's weekend. Which one of these things did not Happened to producer Denny's over the weekend. Did he fall in his lake trying to reach a dog toy that rolled in? Oh. Oh, That's terrible. That's
2: terrible.
1: Did he see a boy fart on bread at Publix? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good heavens. Uh, Did he get threatened in Mortal Kombat while playing online video games? That has happened before. Yeah. To him. I think he's really good, and
2: when he kicks people's butt, they get sore.
1: I think Denny's does a little smack talking. You may not think <laughs> that from being such a mild-mannered man, but that's funny. I think he does. Uh, did he accidentally eat baby Lachlan's throw-up? Oh, Yikes.
2: That happens. If you're playing with the baby and you're holding the baby over your head, babies yeah. will ralph in your
1: mouth. Or did he have a neighbor try and keep his package after it was accidentally delivered to them instead?
2: Oh, that's scandalous.
1: That is. Okay, so what do you think did not happen of all those things?
2: I hope the neighbor keeping the package is not real because if that's going down on your street, that is major drama now that you're gonna have with this neighbor. Right. Then he's in a
1: confrontation.
2: I hope that's not real.
1: Yeah, that sounds like for such a peaceful guy, it sounds like a <laughs> lot of confrontation going on this weekend.
2: But we appreciate you picking up the slack and bringing all this content to the bit that Jaybird couldn't do.
1: That's right. Uh, I'm going to go with a boy farting on bread at Publix. I just really (laughs) hope that's not what uh, he witnessed this weekend. So what is the thing that did not happen to Denny's? We'll find out next. KVJ. Okay, Bird is out sick today, so he really didn't do anything this weekend except uh, just sit and suffer. So we're going to find out uh, what didn't happen to producer Denny's this weekend. Did he fall in his lake trying to reach a dog toy that rolled in?
2: Okay. You're, you're, you're channeling Jay Bird. Yeah. I can see that
4: happening. I live right on a lake, too. My you do? My dog's so rambunctious.
1: <laughs> uh, did he see a boy fart on bread at Publix? Wow.
4: What a bold move.
1: Uh, did he get threatened in Mortal Kombat while playing online? I think that happened because that's happened to him before. <laughs> did he eat his baby Lachlan's throw up by accident? Or did he have a neighbor try and keep his package after it was accidentally delivered to them instead of to Denny's? I'm going to go with the uh, boy farting on bread at Publix. Hopefully that didn't happen. What do you think it is, Virginia?
2: I'm going to go with the neighbor taking his package. I hope that didn't happen because now we got beef.
1: Yeah. Okay, what uh, did not happen this weekend, Denny's?
4: You guys are both wrong. I didn't fall in the lake. I almost fell oh, in the lake. Oh god! Okay.
1: You didn't fall I in the lake. I didn't fall in the
4: lake. But I did see a boy fart on bread.
1: Wow! How, how old is this boy? He
4: must have been twelve. Okay. He was with his back, you know, they they get bored, and he was just leaning with his back against the wall. It was in the bread section yeah. while I was passing by, and he just let it rip right on the bread. His mom yelled at him and everything. Oh no! <laughs> what did she say? Well, she she goes, "What was that? Was that you?" And she started freaking <laughs> out at him, and then they went in another aisle. But then nobody. Ever knows that happens. You could buy that bread.
1: Yeah, fart bread. Oh, you don't want
2: that. <laughs> so, I'm just, oh my god. There has
4: to be some rules on that, right? <laughs> All
2: right. From here moving forward, we always have to smell our bread check, before we buy it. Check
4: your bread. But yeah, he was just sitting there bored and he farted on the bread. Dude, I couldn't believe it. Well
1: at least it was brown bread.
4: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean it was wheat bread. <laughs> okay. But still, oh, uh,
1: that's terrible. Have
4: we no law? Oh. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> But on the other one that you guessed, so what are the rules on this, right? On I, I order, You know, we're ordering stuff for Christmas. Everybody's yeah. trying to get their Christmas stuff done. Yeah. I found, it was from the year my brother was born, 1985. I found a deck of cards. He, he collects cards and stuff. Uh-huh. I had to order it from eBay. It was one of those ones that they don't make anymore. I just happened to find it, and I found it wrapped in the package. Meaning it was never open. Okay, yeah. So I was super hyped because I go, it's never even been opened. If you don't even want to open it, you can leave it the way it was, right? Right. Well, anyway, it took two weeks to get this thing. And, it, and then they said it was delivered. And they sent me a picture, and it was the wrong door. And I go, darn it, right? So you recognized the door. I did because I looked, and I accidentally put my old address from when I lived in an apartment. Oh. Uh-huh. I didn't put my new address. When I was using the app to check out... I did the quick checkout, not paying attention. I didn't check my details. I didn't see that it wasn't my new address. It was saved under my old address, and I okay. never use eBay, so oh. I just never thought of it. Yeah. This is a
2: classic Jaybird move. Ugh. He's done the same thing with Uber
4: Eats. So I waited because this all went down Wednesday. I waited about four days because I go maybe they can correct it. Mm. And I sent you know a message to the post office saying if they can leave a note and, and stuff because I didn't really want to go there and harass them. I don't it know is the kind of weird are.
2: to go to somebody's door because now it's aggressive.
4: Well, So, nobody ever gets back to me, and I felt, I want to get my package, so I went there, and I knocked at the door, and I guess there's no real law or anything that they have to give it to you. The guy was giving me a really hard time about it. It wasn't until his wife stepped in and they're like, Yeah, yeah, we have that. So I finally got it back, but they weren't going to give it to me. What was he what? Saying, Like, why
1: wouldn't he give it to you?
4: Well, he goes, How do I know this is yours? How do I know this isn't a scam? You just come to people's houses and ask for things. And I go, Well, so I go, real quick, just to paint a picture, I used to live in this apartment. I just no longer live here. When I was filling out my app real quick, I yeah. accidentally put my old address. And then what did he say? I'm, well, so he's like, let me see your license. But I'm like, my license is updated. I, I don't know what to tell you. Well, I
1: mean, if you could say the name on the package and what the contents were, how is any regular grifter going to know that? Well,
4: that's what I go. It's in a little box. It's a deck of cards. It can't be any larger than my hand. Right. So, what is this guy's problem? Dude, I couldn't believe it, but I Come guess there's on, no man. law that you you would have to give that back. It wasn't until they heard the argument and his wife came out and made him give it to me.
1: <laughs> what a tool.
4: <laughs> what but a tool. I guess there's really... I, no, I but don't still, think you I mean, have to give it being to Being cool,
1: I mean, come on. like A no. regular, uh, a common thief is not going to know. Uh, th- maybe they get the name, but then the contents of the package, that's just not going to happen. It
2: came by USPS? Yes. Then it is illegal for him to open it or keep it. That's your mail if it's got your name on it. It had my uh-huh. name on it.
4: It had yeah. everything. I guess since he said there was a couple days, no one came by, nobody said anything. He's like, we opened it, thinking maybe it was just a mistake. Saw it was the cards. Didn't think it was yours. Thought we'd keep it? Right. <laughs> that's what they were saying. And I go, oh, well, can I have that? I go, that's a gift from my brother. I go, if you notice that card's not even new cards. It's not like I can go out and buy this. The only yeah. reason I'm pressing this is because I had to find that and order it. And it was right. special. It was a special... And what do they care about some cards? Like, do they collect them? Probably not. So is there a scam or something? Or is there any way I could have scammed this guy? No. But for some reason, they did not want to give He's that to being me. difficult. He was being a douche. Well, so is it illegal to keep that if... I mean, what are the rules on that? You could also just say, I never got it, you, and then you're just not, pretend like you never got it. Right, right. you totally mm-hmm. could do that. Yeah. You're
2: not allowed to open somebody else's mail. That is a thing.
4: Mm-hmm. What do you do in this situation? You know, I was trying not to pick a fight with this guy. I was just trying to get my package, and the guy's giving me a hard time. Thank goodness
2: his wife was there and stepped in with some sensibility. So it- I guess
4: she was the one who originally found it, and she set it aside. When uh-huh. he asked her about it, he was just like, we'll keep
1: it. Yeah. And then
4: since nobody came... For five days or whatever. They just mm-hmm. thought it didn't matter.
1: Yeah, I wonder on the returns department, since uh, I guess in a sense it was your error. Well,
4: so I hit up the eBay guy. That was the first thing I did and said, hey, man, I accidentally put the wrong address. Uh-huh. And he goes, well, I did my side of the thing. I I did what you told me to do. So it's, right. it's the blood's not on my hands It's true. So yeah. I, then I'm hitting up the UPS people, and they told me they couldn't locate. They can't give me the address of anyone. So it wasn't until I looked and I accidentally saw, or I saw that I accidentally put the address, that's how I put it all together. Nobody else helped me with this. I Uh had to sleuth this myself. (laughs) (laughs) And then to get there and have the guy refuse to give it to me was like insane. Yeah. That is crazy. You
2: should have brought some muscle with you.
4: Yeah. I thought it was going to be a, I did it in between errands just thinking this would be something that I could just stop off and do. Always assume when you're
2: knocking on a stranger's door that it could go sideways. Bring muscle.
4: Who would have thought? It's, uh, <laughs> it's just people just love giving me a hard time or
1: something. So you yeah. had that confrontation, then you had a confrontation playing Mortal Kombat.
4: It, it, the weirdest twist, in, I, I just I don't like playing games on the internet. The people are yeah. just, it's ruthless. People, there's no... Accountability for anything anyone does or says. Yeah. But I even lost, and the guy was talking trash. And I, I, it's always the people you want to win against that yeah. beat you somehow. We uh-huh. I mean, went down to the final match of the final thing. We jump kicked the same time, took damage at the same time, and he won. And then he goes on just calling me a trash player, and saying <laughs> that I'm the reason that everyone, that people don't play Mortal Kombat because uh, I cheat and I'm a, I'm a trash player. All this stuff. Oh, I was really? like, bro, I
1: lost. I don't know why you're so mad at me. It's <laughs> like, I'm mad at you. That's it's weird. <laughs> I can't play online, man. I can't do it anymore. You're running into the worst people on planet Earth.
4: Online. It's because nobody's. there's no accountability, so people can yeah, just say flawless. whatever the heck they want. It's and like they in international waters. On. So I have my mic off, so for me to get back in there, I have to go into options and turn it on. I'm like, hey, screw you, and then they're already hanging <laughs> up on me by then. So. <laughs>
2: Rocco has drama, too, with video games. He rage quit on somebody the other night, and he vowed he will never be friends with this kid again. Uh, uh-oh. He, he rage uh-oh. quit. There's just Games. There has to be some
4: law with the video games now. Because mm-hmm. I, I, imagine if I was a younger person and I, yeah. I was never exposed to any of this stuff. And me, I'd just go, you know, screw you. But yeah. if you're a younger kid, I mean, I mm-hmm. remember when Uno came out, they were having problems with that game Uno on Microsoft because it was one of the first games where you could have your camera on and okay. see the other player and play And they kept having people flashing people. Oh, boy. That was all people were using it for (laughs) until they had to shut it down. or dose. (laughs) Yeah, Uh. so so you just can't trust anyone with anything if they can talk to you in your house. Wow.
1: (laughs) And uh, you accidentally ate uh, baby
4: Lachlan's throw up. He threw up in my Chinese food when I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> oh! I didn't realize it until I started tasting like a creamy milk taste that oh. tends to not be there. Like a sour, milky taste. I mean, what a sneaky, <laughs> underhanded uh, baby move. Oh, that's terrible. He's at that point uh, now where geez. he sits up, yeah. but there's a 50% chance too. that he might vomit yeah. while he sits up. <laughs> Wait a minute.
2: That's not sesame sauce. Uh. Uh, yes. I was eating
4: I go, this tastes... It's just a little off. <laughs> <laughs> I got that thing where you strap the baby to your chest. Yeah, uh, like in the hangover. Uh-huh. Like in the hangover, but we have one too. It kind of it comes out like a tray. It, it it wraps around you, and then it has a platform that way you can set him. You put an arm around. That way you can face him towards the TV if you're sitting and stuff. Okay. I think he just leaned right over when I was <laughs> looking, and just vomited right in my. <laughs>
0: That's
1: He's like, amazing. I'll show you. You didn't change my diaper
2: fast enough last hour. <laughs>
1: Yeah, right. They
4: keep you on your toes. Uh, oh, I go. know. Oh.
2: There's no harder work in this world than caring for a baby. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm so glad my kids are grown.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Yep. <laughs> it's the KVJ, Dirt of the Day. It's the KVJ, Dirt of the Day.
0: Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that Dirt of the Day. The Dirt of the Day, powered by Giving tooth.
2: Well, this could be bad for Diddy. Diddy's had a lot of people stepping up recently with all kinds of allegations of abuse at the hands of Diddy. And now we're hearing that 50 Cent, who hates Diddy, is developing a documentary all about Diddy. Now, these two have had a decades-long feud. And I guess Diddy is... Putting together this production team and pulling ideas and talking to people and setting it all up to develop a documentary all about the <laughs> bad things that Diddy has been up to, including <laughs> the uh, allegations from his ex girlfriend Cassie right, yeah. of abuse. Ooh, you definitely don't want your arch rival doing a documentary about no, you. Uh-uh. Ooh, wow. And you know, 50 is going to put money behind it and pay people to tell their story. Yeah. And they're going to tell what happened. It will be
1: interesting. Yeah, because I I can want to hear a little bit more about the Cassie stuff. And all of a sudden, apparently he uh, agreed to pay her whatever she wanted.
2: Within 24 hours, he agreed to pay her exactly what she wanted. So, you know, she has the goods. But how much is she going to be allowed to say? Because I'm sure that that money payout came with an NDA. A non-disclosure.
1: Yeah, right. So, yeah, he may not get the, the story from her. He might have to get it from somebody else. Other
2: people, mm. maybe, that she talked to. Right. Well, an Illinois appeals court upheld the conviction of Jesse Smollett. You know, he has still been fighting, saying, and maintaining his innocence, and saying, Dude, dude at this point, like, come on. <sighs> like, everybody knows you did this to yourself. Right. The guys that did it told us the whole story like we know what you were up to and it looks like the first district appellate court rejected his appeal on friday and he will have to do that 150 days in the cook county jail no word yet on exactly when he's going to be having to turn himself in but he's lost his last appeal it looks like
1: okay yeah
2: and finally here Bad baby is pregnant. The catch me outside, how about that?
1: Oh, no. Bad baby is having her own baby, (laughs) Bad
2: baby is currently pregnant with her own baby. Okay. Wow. And that's what's going on in your dirt.
1: I right, got uh, some celebrities having a birthday today. Jin from BTS is turning 31 years old. Jelly Roll, who was just in South Florida in Fort Lauderdale over the weekend, turned 39 today. Tyra Banks is turning 50 today. Jay-Z is 54. Marissa Tomei turns 59 years old. A couple other uh, birthday shout-outs here today we got a happy 25th birthday to my sweet pea, Michaela Grace. You are half a century. Okay. I think a quarter, I believe. I love mom, dad, Dalton. Uh, And there's some pictures there. Levi and uh, Royal. There's some uh, photos on KBJ TV. Aw, beautiful. Also, happy 13th birthday to our wonderful daughter, Michaela. Love you so much. From mom, Josh Declan. Lexi and Chloe, there's the family photo. Gorgeous. Also, got a birthday shout out here. Happy 50th birthday to Tony from your wife, Colleen, Anthony, and Lily, the kids, Fozzie and Pepper. There's their photo. Aww. Also, a happy birthday. I had my 60th birthday drag show extravaganza this weekend. Ooh,
2: that sounds like fun.
1: Okay. Very nice. That is uh, Donna from the uh, Pizzle. Also, uh, got to see them at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, and there she is all done up. Oh, I love it. Paul turning 41 today. Blair sending you a shout out. Also, my uncle Barry, a.k.a. Boca Barry. Boca Barry. Happy birthday to an incredible son, father, brother, and uncle. That is from Dylan, Bon, and Dean. Also, happy 23rd birthday to Haley from Lisa and all the kitties. Happy 14th to Bella Victoria from B. Love, Mama Nico, Angel, Lena, uh, Leanna, Layla, Jojo, and Nathaniel and all the fur babies. And a happy 22nd birthday uh, to the best little sister a girl could have. That is uh, from Sarah. Love Laura and the boys and Anka. Go ducks, it says. Go ducks. <laughs> All right, uh, you want a birthday? Want to get a shout out? You can send us an email mail at kbjshow.com. M A I L at kbjshow.com. I don't know if you saw over the weekend uh, Taylor Swift. She was at the Chiefs game last night.
2: Yeah, this was the first game that she's been to where they lost. Uh huh. The streak is over.
1: Yes, it is. She went to uh, Green Bay for the game last night. Of course, sitting in a little VIP box with uh, Patrick Mahomes' his, uh, wife and all that. At, uh,
2: were they doing awkward uh, handshakes and chest bumps and all that? I didn't see
1: all that. I mean, the one thing I did <laughs> notice, there was one video I saw where they were you know, walking back through the corridors up to whatever. And it's kind of like Patrick Mahomes' wife saw the camera. And of course, she just starts... Grabbing onto Taylor Swift and putting her head on her shoulder, I'm like, okay, I'm like we get it. You guys are great. You guys are besties. That
2: girl is a thirsty one. Somebody yeah. get her a drink.
1: Uh huh. Yeah.
2: My
0: KVJ
1: show. Green Bay last night with Taylor in attendance. She's no longer undefeated.
2: Oh, I can't
1: believe it. It's over.
2: The Lucky Charm is
1: dead. Yeah, Taylor's still doing all right though. Don't know about her boyfriend, but yeah, she. Generated 26.1 billion streams on Spotify. That equates to $100 million in royalties. Whoa. In one year.
2: (laughs) Not too shabby.
1: Pretty crazy. She's also racked up 38.3 billion streams on platforms outside of Spotify. And she also became the first artist to have five top ten albums at the same time. Wow. Her 1989 Taylor version is number 1. Midnight's at number 3, Folklore at 5, Lover at 6, and Speak Now, Taylor's version, at number 10.
2: So all that doing you dirty that Scooter Braun tried to do ended up not even making him what he thought he was going to be able to make. Now she's re-recording and making all the money. I
1: mean, it's probably arguably the best thing that happened in her career.
2: It is, and she went through it, but look where she is now. Mm-hmm. If it hadn't been for him trying to screw her over and mess her out of a bunch of money, she wouldn't be in this position. Right. It worked out well for her.
1: Yeah, pretty solid. Turns
2: out karma is her friend.
1: It is. It is, no (laughs) doubt. All right. Can you tell me in what year this all happened in pop culture history? Remember the song uh, Macarena? It was uh, big on the charts. Independence Day was big at theaters Mankind, that word should have new meaning for all of us today Perhaps it's fate that today is the 4th of July And you will once again be fighting for our freedom And on TV, people are watching NYPD Blue what year do you think all of this was going on, Virginia? Oh my gosh, I'm terrible at guessing years. I know, I just want to see how bad you are.
2: Were we on the radio when the Macarena was popular? I think it was before we were on here. Okay. I'm going to say 1997. 1997.
1: Okay. It's just a shot in the dark. Okay. All right. Is Virginia anywhere close to the actual answer? I'll let you know what it is coming up in a second. And we've also got the results from our KBJ draft from Friday for the top Christmas songs. We'll see who won that
0: next. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason.
1: Okay, so we have Macarena from Los Del Rio on the charts. The movie Independence Day was massive will smith remember how he used to just own the fourth of july weekend at the box yep, office
2: sure did
1: and NYPD blue was the top tv show you were thinking it was 1997 virginia but it's just a guess i really don't know 96.
2: oh i wasn't that far yeah, no for you it was pretty good shocking
1: yeah pretty uh, pretty good very nice okay let me see here got a lot of other stuff uh, going on boy we got to call him out it's coming in like crazy today people are calling out
2: jaybird for being sick today oh that poor kid <laughs> he's already
1: going through enough people <laughs> enough. are saying
2: he's got fake wisdom tooth pain it's not even real oh, i don't know no. i'm just telling you what they're saying
1: oh that's terrible <laughs> i don't know denny's we haven't heard from him at all today have we no. nothing I, did I, you text no.
2: him and no. he just didn't text back wow i hope he's alive
1: yeah. If
2: "dead by Christmas" comes true, I will feel really bad about saying that.
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, I it has been thrown out there a good <laughs> bit.
2: <laughs> Can we do a welfare check? Yeah. When he, me, you know what? I know his neighbor is really good. I'll ask them to go over there and check on it to oh, make sure. When I
1: saw him on Friday, then when he texts last night, that he's like, "I have been really down and out all weekend." I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I mean, how many times has the phrase "dead by Christmas" been thrown around? A lot.
4: I think it's (laughs) coincidental, but yeah, I shot him a text uh, probably about 25 minutes ago, just might be sleeping it off a little bit, because usually he wakes
1: up super early. He does. Mm -hmm. Okay.
2: And Um. he didn't text me back at all on Saturday, and that is so weird. He didn't text me back until Sunday late afternoon. Like, he must really be hurting.
4: Mm -hmm. I was texting with him on Saturday and uh, Sunday as well, right before we got the text saying that he's not going to make it in. Okay. I think he's just sleeping. I told him to get some rest. Right. Just try to get okay. those antibiotics in.
1: Yeah. I right. hope we can get uh, the bird back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll do
4: a welfare check on him today. Yeah, okay. if you
2: want me to, I have to drive that way. I'll go do it.
4: <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll hear from him before you I'm sure he doesn't want to
2: see me, though. He'd probably be happier to see you. <laughs> He'll Because if I go, i, I got to heckle him somehow. Yeah, uh, when you're sick, you
1: don't want no goofy hecklers. No, oh, no. It's the last thing you want. Well, on Friday we did the KBJ draft for the best Christmas songs. Okay, so <laughs> we got the one clear-cut winner by a lot. Last place goes to Virginia. Oh, I don't think that Ariana Grande I think did well. De- for Ariana you. is too new for yeah, people. Yeah,
2: it's too new. I, uh, I, I that uh, Stevie Wonder though. I stand by that one.
4: That's a good one. I had a tough time picking a spot in that to play. You got to play it from the beginning. Yeah. The
2: beginning is the best. Yeah. Yeah, You you
1: really set me up. I could
4: could see your face when it was playing.
2: I was like, damn, Denny's. (laughs) Wrong part of the song.
1: (laughs) Uh, Jaber didn't do much better. He was uh, next to last. Uh, Then Suits. He got third place. It was between myself and Denny's. And. Denny's blew me away. Wow. He got more than double the votes. Look at you, big d So last Christmas rocking around the Christmas tree and Santa Baby's what brought me. It's it that home.
4: third vote. What I usually do is I'll pick especially if I get a first pick or one of the uh-huh. snake picks. I'll pick two bangers, and then I'll pick a personal pick for the third one. And if people see that third pick and they don't like it, they just scrap all of your initial picks. <laughs> it, yeah, they see is. that one and they go, "No, I'm picking something else." The third one make <laughs> or break sure So you can't go personal
1: pick on the third one. The people will turn on you. Yeah, Santa Baby worked out for you. All right. Well, thanks everybody. Jumped on our Facebook and Instagram to cast your votes.
0: It's KDJ.
1: Well, it's not easy being a parent. Sometimes you're gonna have a little struggle, and if you need a little advice, you can send us an email. We'll uh, do what we can to help you out. I got this um, attention mad mama drama. It says, what do I do about the father of my daughter's friend? The email that uh, we got here, mail at kbjshow.com says, I need some mama bear advice. My 15-year-old daughter has a best friend with a creepy father. I don't allow my daughter to be in the car with him or get rides from him or go to his house. Parents are divorced. My daughter was at the mom's house on Saturday when the father showed up and was mad that my daughter was there since the girl was grounded. So the dad then slapped his daughter in the face. What? And then he tells my daughter what happens in this house stays in this house. You don't tell anyone. My initial reaction would be to break the law, but I honestly don't know what to do here. My daughter said, this is not the first time that this has happened. I'm not allowing my daughter to go to her friend's house anymore, but what am I supposed to do? I don't have any evidence to support this except my daughter's word, and honestly, I don't think the police would do anything anyway. What would Kevin do? What would Virginia pre- and post-menopause do?
2: (laughs) Post-menopause? I don't know. She's squirrely. I might go, go fight him, but that's not the smart thing to do. Wow. Wow. This guy is rough.
1: Yeah, I mean, th- this is really tough because you're you're dealing with a girl here. There's there's never any reason that you should uh, put hands on a young girl like that. That's absolutely asinine and ridiculous.
2: What if your daughter were to maybe go to the school counselor and ask for that individual's advice, like get somebody who's an expert involved and say, look this is something I witnessed at my best friend's house. I think her dad is crossing the line and physically hurt her in front of mm-hmm. me. What should I do as her friend? Should I step out of it or should I try to help and see what the school counselor recommends?
1: It's a really good idea. Yeah. And then that way you get somebody else, an intermediary to come in and, you know, maybe they can pull the girl aside and try to talk to her and
2: get it on the record and get this girl some help because I'm sure she is struggling with the fact that her dad is physically abusive to her and she may need to talk to that counselor.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty crazy. Now, if anybody's dealt with anything like this, if you got any other advice, you can let us know. Somebody said uh, you can report this to DCF. It can be done online. It can be done anonymously as well.
2: Yeah. I mean, the only thing about it is he's going to know it's you because he looked right at you and said, what happens in this house stays in this house. And so, you know, if it gets out, what happened in that house? He's going to know that it was you because you were the only witnesses. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you can't live in fear of an abuser and let him continue to abuse just because he makes you scared. you you got to try to do whatever you can to protect your girlfriend.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I that's I mean gosh, that is just crazy. Now the question was why can't they just tell the girl's mom is the was I, she there? I mean it happened at her house, right? So she was
2: probably there. She probably saw it too. I don't know, this is messy, it's a shame that this is going on, but if this is your close girlfriend, I think you have to say something, and I think you have to try to help her, because it sounds like she's in an abusive relationship with her dad.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, just terrible. Um, One text says, PBSO employee here, the mom can absolutely contact DCF and report the incident, and DCF will open a case to look into it. Also, the daughter should go to the school resource officer, because they have... To investigate
2: yeah I mean we don't keep secrets about bad behavior of abuse on this level like I know it's probably just easier to say oh we're not gonna hang out with this girl anymore but she needs your help she does she needs your guidance you don't keep bad secrets of bad dads you tell what bad dads do so bad dads get in trouble Mm -hmm. we don't we don't keep bad secrets
1: no Another text says school counselors are mandated reporters if the girl tells a counselor they're required by law to report it to Children's Services.
2: I think it should be reported. I think the dad should have to answer for his behavior. If he does that in front of strangers or witnesses, what's he doing when nobody's there? It's probably worse.
1: Well, that's just unbelievable that he would do that in front of one of his daughter's friends and then put it on the daughter to say, what happens in this house, stays in this house. Well, it's not even your house, dude. He's a bully. He really is. Yeah, one person texted and said, my blood is boiling. He's a bleeping coward. No, he really absolutely is. He is is. a coward.
2: Who strikes a 15-year-old girl in the face in front of witnesses? This guy's a bad, bad guy, and he deserves to be tattled on.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Somebody said the mom is probably getting physically abused, too.
2: Yeah, she probably was. That's probably why they broke up. Yeah. He sounds like a monster.
1: Yeah, I know this is uh, tough, and it's uh, a a tough situation. Probably going to get ugly, but she's in an ugly situation right now, and she needs some help.
2: You got to help your friend.
1: Yeah, so that is... What I would do now is the mom. Do you as the mom go, or do you put it on your teenage daughter, who's the friend, to go to the school counselor? Or do you just take it as the mom to DCF and then let them handle it from there so your daughter's not drugged into it?
2: I think the mom and the daughter should go to the counselor together and say what they saw and speak honestly and show how concerned they are for this young girl.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, go together. Go together.
2: together. Both of you saw it
1: mm-hmm yeah all right well that is a tough situation
2: i wonder if the daughter would be brave enough to go take her in there with you if she's brave enough
1: well the only thing is and that might be the one question do you let her know in advance and that's that's a really tough thing because she may be like no please don't i i don't want i can handle this yeah my dad slaps me every now and then but you know and she may be like Then really upset and resentful. That's the question. Do you let this teenage girl know that, hey, we are going to go into the authorities and report your dad for slapping you in the face?
2: Look, kids make bad decisions because they want to brush things under the rug and they hope that it'll go away. It sounds like this dad is a violent man and Mm -hmm. we are not going to keep his secrets. It may be yucky and the blow up may be bad when he finds out that he's been tattled on. But maybe there'll be change. Maybe they will keep him from being able to get access to his daughter.
1: Right. I mean, that's just really crazy. It's really sad. Yeah, it really is. And uh, I guess that'd be the one question I still don't know the answer to. Do you let this teenage girl know ahead of time that you're going to go report her father or do you just go ahead and do it and then deal with the whatever reaction she has to it?
2: I think you have to just go ahead and do it because she's maybe going to try to talk you out of it. I'd imagine
1: that, yeah. This is possible. when
2: adult minds need to prevail. You can't let adolescent minds dictate what happens next in this. The adults need to be the grown-ups and do the hard thing and go tell what the dad is up to.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, sorry that, that uh, you're going through that. I uh, do appreciate the email because maybe that will help other people out as well who are in a similar situation. Unfortunately, too many people are.
2: We don't keep bad secrets. We don't keep them. We tell.
1: Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, ever got? Uh thought you can always text it in to us it's 877-979-WRMF 877-979-9763 or you can also send us an email mail at KVJShow.com. kvj got another text on the mad mama drama email we had a second ago this uh mom has a teenage daughter who's over at her friend's house and he's got a she's got a creepy dad who's over at the mom's house and apparently he slapped his daughter in the face and told This one girl, her friend, don't you say anything about this. What happens in this house stays in this house. And we're trying to figure out exactly how to handle this situation, talking about maybe going to a school counselor or DCF and reporting it. But uh, somebody texted in and said, although it may not be right, this isn't considered physical abuse. What he did was completely legal. Corporal punishment is legal in the state of Florida as long as you don't injure your child. Anybody who gets involved in this is going to make it worse for her because he won't be arrested and DCF won't do anything because what he did was completely legal. Really? I don't know.
2: Slap your kid in the face like that?
1: I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I still don't, I'm not a big fan of that. I mean, if he, if he's going to do that, I'm just wondering what else is going on.
2: Right. He did that with witnesses. Yeah.
1: So Ugh. I don't know, but it it you know it's going to be a messy situation. It's going to be nasty. It is.
2: It's going to be a blow up. But I just think about that poor girl, and mm-hmm. you want to protect her.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, probably a tough situation, but uh, we'll see. If you got uh, any thoughts on that, I do appreciate all the text you sent in. Uh, we are going to be looking for the best Christmas street in South Florida. Man, I was uh, in Boca the other night, and I was driving to I-95 on Spanish River, and this street was so bright, I just about wrecked my car. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I still see, you know, you close your eyes, they still see the lights. It was just so many. It was unbelievable. I saw some really impressive houses. In fact, I got an email from Christy, and she said, I heard your segment about the listener in Boca that just recently moved here in the neighborhood Uh, posted uh, the absolutely absurd note about the door regarding their decorations so I want to welcome that family and let them know that not all of us in Boca have that snooty attitude there is a great house off of Spanish River I wonder if this is the one I saw every year they have a yard full of blow ups and it's for every holiday by the way so it's a nice little uh, place and there is a photo of the house right there I'm not sure if that's the same one because the one I think I saw off Spanish River might have been brighter So it says, not all of us are douchebags in (laughs) Boca.
2: Boca does get a bad rap. They
1: do. It's
2: all these douchebags making you look bad.
1: I know. So they want to let us know that there are some festive streets. So if you've got one, take some photos or send us a video, mail at kbjshow.com, and then we'll let the people decide what is the most festive street In all of South Florida,
2: our inflatables went up yesterday. Me and Rocco got them up Mm -hmm. in the yard. We got Santa. We got a Christmas panda. We got a a wiener dog with a Christmas hat. Okay. We got all kind of stuff. Mickey Mouse holding a giant present.
1: You got you got to post up some photos, Virginia. I will. I'm not doing it. I
2: got to get up in that tree because you know I like to do it myself, and I'm going to put lights all in the tree, going up every branch.
1: Wow. Okay. All right. Big stuff. Can you beat Virginia's displays? (laughs) Um, somebody said the Street Gabriel in Lake Clark Shores, one of the most impressive. So if somebody yes. can send us a video of that, I don't want to see that street.
2: Lake Clark Shores goes off um, okay. up in Jupiter in the Heights. They yep. go
1: off. Mm-hmm. I know, it's one of their claim to fame. So mail at kvjshow.com. You can send it in to us. The KVJ Show. It's
0: the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that. Dirt of the day. The Dirt of the Day, powered by Giving Tooth.
2: Well, this time, the star that got pelted in the face was Florence Pugh, the actress Now, she was alongside of her co-stars at this, like, Comic-Con thing in Brazil, and she's up there on a panel talking about the movie, and somebody in the crowd just throws something that pelts her right in the face. All of her cast members were like, oh my gosh, caught everybody by surprise. I mean, I guess she was okay, and... Their time ended awkwardly there at the end, and it just was just like, what? Why would somebody do that? People are just tagging yeah. people in the face with stuff from the crowd.
1: It's, it's really insane, It honestly. is so
2: insane and so uncool. Yeah. Ugh. Um, in other news, a little bit lighter, uh, Cher has some advice for all of us ladies. She said go out with a younger man now she's 77 and her current boyfriend is 37 wow (laughs) (laughs) get it share
1: dang 40 years huh
2: yeah she said he bought her a ring she wears it all the time you know they're not necessarily getting married or anything but Mm -hmm. that's how you keep young date a 37-year-old guy when you're 77. Cher has it figured out. Apparently so. And finally here, last week we were talking about Candy Burris from the Real Housewives of Atlanta and we were playing that song, Don't Think I'm Not. It's such a great song. Right. Well, they were asking Candy about who she would put together if she could have a dream team for the Real Housewives of Atlanta and she added, you know, quite a few names to the list. But interestingly, added Nene Leakes to the cast. She said she would love Nene to come back in season 16. Now, Nene had a lawsuit against Bravo alleging that they didn't pay her properly and she was all mad. But I think they've kind of patched up their relationship. And from what I'm hearing, it's a possibility that Nene Leakes could be returning to season 16 of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I am, as they say, here for it. Here for it. Love me some Nene. And that's what's going on in your dirt. The KDJ Show.
1: If somebody's done you wrong, it's time for you to sing along.
0: Call them out, call them out, call them out. You gotta call them out, call them out, call them out. It's time to call them
1: out. Okay, I'll just read uh, maybe two of the about 35 emails that uh, I got here today. The... Far and away, number one thing to call them out is the College Football Playoff Selection Committee. Amen. Yeah, there's just uh, too many. But yes, uh, one of the emails says they decided to go against history and rob Florida State, an undefeated ACC championship team, of the chance of going to the playoffs. Obviously, you just had to have an SEC team on the schedule, so they made it happen. And uh, Georgia also got robbed. All-around terrible choices were made. I hate to say it, Kevin, since I know you don't like them, but I hope Michigan absolutely destroys Alabama in their game. I do have to give a good old call them out to FSU, especially our defense for winning the championship game. And Mike Norvell, because he handled this whole mess with absolute class, especially during the press conference for the Orange Bowl, signed an extremely bitter Seminole. Yeah, it was kind of funny because, you know, Georgia also wanted to be in the playoff and uh, Florida State without a doubt. Probably deserved to be in the playoff and wasn't. And so they, those two coaches then had to do a press conference. They both look so sad and disappointed. Aww. I, they're going to the Orange Bowl. It's a great bowl game, but you know, it's but, not. It's not. You know, Your goal is to play for a national championship. When be you're in the big caliber.
2: dance, baby.
1: Yes. They're not even
2: in the big dance.
1: No, they're not. They don't uh, get a shot at it this year. What a year. shame. Yes. So uh, a lot of those. Uh, another one, yeah, screwed over FSU. College football as a whole. They just showed us the games don't matter, boycott the national championship, ESPN, ABC, and Disney. A lot of people were really upset with ESPN yesterday because they were justifying why Florida State was left out, and that was angering a lot of Seminole fans.
2: I mean, undefeated is undefeated.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, you can go on and, and, and make those arguments. I completely get why Florida State is so upset, and I think it's uh, very justified to be as angry as you are. I would be irate if that had happened to my team as well. Uh, Somebody says, even though it sucks about FSU not getting to the championship, you can still root for the FSU women's soccer tonight. They're playing for the national championship against Stanford. Okay, good for them. Okay, so there you go. So that is uh, something good. Uh, Rita wants to call out the three women who were sitting in front of my daughter and I at the ballet this weekend. They would not stop chatting the entire production and kept bobbing their dumb little heads up and down, grabbing snacks or snickering or fixing their hair or whatever else they were doing. It was beyond annoying. I was there to watch and enjoy the ballet with my aspiring ballerina, and they were just so irritating. My kiddo and I had to swap seats a few times because she couldn't see over their constant moving. Uh, don't get seats up close if you're going to chat the entire performance. Some of us actually want to see the dancing and follow the story. Rude and inconsiderate. Do better, people. Do better.
2: That is messed up. When you're sitting in a theater and the people in front of you are being just tool
1: sheds. Yeah. It happens. It does. It does. Yeah, be, be aware if you are watching a production. Uh, we got another column out here today. Uh, I'd like to call out my aunt who accidentally posted a video on her Facebook story of her Vibrating herself, what? Traumatized.
2: (gasps) She put it on her Facebook story. Mm, Yikes! Oh Mm. my! Yikes! (laughs) Well, Christmas is going to be interesting. Uh
1: (laughs) Wow! How about that? So,
2: you guys seen anything cool on Facebook? Oh my
1: goodness! (laughs) If
2: it's still up, can you please like tell us how we can find it? Because I kind of have to see that.
1: Wow! That's pretty crazy. Spicy. Man, That's oh, man. That's way
2: spicy for
1: Facebook. Yeah. Wow. I
2: expect that from some of the <laughs> other platforms, but not
1: Facebook. Uh, another call them out. I'm calling out my girlfriend. I just found a bunch of selfies with her and an ex in the photo section of her phone. It's from this weekend. She has no idea I know about it. She listened to your show. Hey, Melinda, I know all about you and Seth, and we are through. Whoa. Okay. You're
2: back with... The ex and how he found out was digging through your photos on your
1: phone. I guess so, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Maybe she wanted to get caught. Yeah. You often wonder sometimes. They do get a little careless.
2: Sometimes, if you don't have the cajones to break up a relationship, you do stupid things to get caught.
1: Mm hmm. Yep. Somebody else wants to call out their neighbor who keeps sunbathing naked and she's doing it on purpose. She's got lustful eyes towards my 18-year-old son. Ooh. It's very creepy, and she needs to be called out. <laughs> okay. What neighborhood? Yeah, I wonder how the son feels about that. He probably is like, do not shut this down. <laughs> <laughs> Please, let's keep this going. Please, the <laughs> love of God, it's the only thing I have going for me. <laughs> Please don't do it. Uh, let me see. Uh, another call him out. Uh, no need to apologize, Barbara. She is... Uh, Doing an auction they had on uh, Friday, and uh, we were reading this. Uh, It said that the KBJ show was uh, renowned for their wacky shenanigans and terrible musical taste. (laughs) (laughs) And we were like, what? 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 (laughs) She wanted to apologize. She said, my deepest apology. And there's no reason to apologize. No. We were were just like, We didn't
2: understand it was a joke.
1: Yeah, I thought it was a typo. Now that we
2: we get it, now that we get it's a joke, we think it's funny. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, my <laughs> sincerest apology, no reason to apologize. I will bring alcohol. Well, you're all forgiven. Then.
2: No, you don't have to bring no alcohol. You're good. Mm. We have to call out poor Jay Bird and hope that he is on the path to healing. Yes. He had some uh, wisdom tooth drama at the tail end of last week. Yeah, We think he might have had an eye infection from gravy on Tuesday.
1: Boy, he's going through a lot. <laughs>
2: He had a fever on Friday. He he asked me to feel his head, and he was definitely burning up. I can tell he
1: wasn't feeling on Friday. He
2: needed to get those antibiotics in his system, and he just hadn't got them
1: yet. Yeah, so we're hoping that uh, he is on the mend and uh, feeling better, but no word from him today, which hopefully means he's just sleeping.
2: I hope he's sleeping. He needs to
1: sleep. Mm hmm. Uh, positive call out here today. Got to call out KBJ for bringing back producer Denny's knows When You're High for Us on Friday. Okay. Yay, that was that. fun. Denny's had a stellar round as well.
2: Undefeated.
1: Yes, still. And uh, Eric from Good Greek Moving uh, helped the Little Smiles toy drive.
2: Yeah, those guys were awesome. You know, they came out to the holiday boat parade. And normally we fill up half a truck. On Saturday night, they filled up an entire Good Greek moving and storage semi. Filled it with toys. Wow! And the team from Good Greek was amazing, as they always are. You know, they were just there in the mix, loading the truck, going above and beyond. They didn't have to to put as much effort as they did. But Mm -hmm. they are definitely appreciated because Little Smiles would not be able to move those toys without the good greek semi yeah can you imagine how many trips that would have been in our cars no that's insane (laughs) it would have been awful so thank you so much to good greek for stepping up
1: again they do a lot all right coming up here in just a couple of minutes uh one of my wife's friends learned a valuable lesson about what not to do on the bright line it is an unbelievable story you got to hear coming up next
2: The KVJ show. That just sounded funny. You just said, We're on X. Oh, yeah. I know. It's kind of weird what they've done with that whole thing, right? The KVJ show. They are on drugs. They're on X. (laughs) Why? We're on X, everybody.
1: Well, uh, my wife's friend learned a valuable lesson about what not to do on the Brightline. Uh
2: oh, what happened?
1: Tell me everything. <laughs> well, we uh, started out. It was a Saturday afternoon, and I told you, you know, Matthews Brewing—they were having their sixth anniversary.
2: Yes, I saw you posting <laughs> pictures from there. Yeah, it looked so fun. Yeah,
1: it was a lot of fun. They had uh, bands that were playing all day long, and so we went out there. I was with uh, my wife and my daughter. And nice. Uh, one of my wife's friends showed up, and she uh, joined us there. So we. We had uh, a couple beers there, and then uh, we had to go do uh, an errand in Boca, so we went and we're watching a little bit of the uh, football games, the Georgia-Alabama game that was going on. Had and the a girlfriend
2: of, came with you.
1: Yeah, yeah, came with us, and uh, so that was it. You know, from my wife and I, that's it. That was a 3.30 football game, so 6, 7 o'clock, we're heading home. You know, it's, it's time to go home, and my wife wanted to watch the Michigan games. That's where my oldest son went. And so we were going to go home, and she's like, oh, I want to go out. And we're like, all right, well, good luck. And Caitlin's like, well, I'm going out. She's like, well, I'm going to go with you. I'm like, good luck, because Caitlin and her friends, I mean, they, they go out a lot. Like, they're they're seasoned
2: and they're young girls. Yes, they're in their early to mid twenties, and they
1: party hard. Right, and and look, I had just by Saturday I, I had had enough. Like I, <laughs> there was no more booze. I needed. I was fine. Daddy's
2: done. Yeah, I'm done. It's just <laughs> yeah,
1: I just know better because nothing good's gonna happen. It's time to retreat home, just relax, watch a little TV. And You're a party uh, veteran.
2: You you've been in this game for a minute.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> this girl apparently she needed herself a night out. So she winds up. In my daughter now my daughter's in Fort Lauderdale, which is a good bit away from where this girl even lives. So she apparently goes to Fort Lauderdale with my daughter and, and her friend. And I guess she they she thought they were gonna go right out and continue drinking. Well no my daughter's like, no, no, we're not it's Fort Lauderdale. We're not gonna go out this early. She said you don't go out till at least 10 o'clock. So they were going to get ready, take a little nap, and that's usually what my daughter and her friends do. Well, this friend passed out and I guess didn't really wake up until my daughter and her friend that got back from the bar. So she missed all the going out.
2: Oh, my.
1: <laughs>
2: where did she sleep? At Caitlin's house?
1: Yeah, I guess so. I guess she just fell asleep on the couch. And
2: did she just wake up? Like, where am I?
1: Uh, maybe. <laughs> So here she is. She's in Fort Lauderdale. She's already kind of missed her chance to go out. And luckily, the Brightline station is just right down the street from where my daughter's apartment is in okay. downtown Lauderdale. Okay. And so she's going to take the train back to a West Palm and you know, just get an Uber home, and that's all going to be good. Well, she wakes up, and she's very well-rested, and she's looking around, and she doesn't really recognize anything. And then she gets out of the Bright Line and she's like, this doesn't look like the West Palm Station. She took
2: it all the way to Orlando.
1: She fell asleep on the train and didn't wake up till Orlando. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently they didn't wake her up at the West Palm Station. <laughs> so here she is in Central Florida a little farther away from where she wanted to go but disney is beautiful this time of year i guess so my wife she she woke me up in the morning about six she's like oh my gosh you're not gonna believe this guess who was on the train trying to get back i'm like oh my gosh no she did not they just let her sleep they just let her sleep in her room two and a half hours. She stayed on that bright line all the way. She didn't wake up when people were disembarking in West Palm? No, and I don't think they have a train that comes right back. So, I think she had to go out, had to get somebody there to come pick her. I mean, it was a to-do. Oh, my. It was a to-do. All because she couldn't shut the party down and had to keep going. Sloppy performance. <laughs> 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 this sounds like something I could do. Right. Like,
2: I could totally do this. Panda would be so pissed if he had to come get me from Orlando. But
1: it It is, I guess, a note that it could happen. This
2: could happen, so be careful.
1: Yeah. So if you are, you know, south of West Palm Beach and you are taking a night train home on the weekend after drinking, (laughs) if you fall asleep, you might want to set an alarm or do something or have a buddy system because you might wake up in Orlando. Oh, poor old girl. Yeah. (laughs) That was rough. A lot of fun though. All right, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, can you name a celebrity voice just by hearing it? Since uh, Bird is out here today, I'm going to let you take on Virginia.
2: Oh, Bird is usually the good one at this game. Usually. I'm not good at this game.
1: I'm going to throw you one that I think maybe if you're going to get one, Virginia, this would be it. Don't say who it is. Okay. But tell me if you think you know who it is. I don't live by those rules. I've been really fortunate to
2: do what I want in an evangelical way, talk about people doing things I care about. Does he have a podcast?
1: (laughs) (laughs) JVJ. Virginia's kind of terrible at this game. (laughs) Kind of. Kind of.
2: Flat out terrible. Yeah. Mercedes
1: (laughs) is on here from uh, Jupiter. She's uh, going to take you on. And how will you do at identifying celebrity voices? What up, Mercedes? Good morning. Good Good morning. morning. Now, I started with this one because I think this is the one that Virginia might be able to get in identifying a celebrity's voice. Tell me if you think you know who it is. Virginia, I'm going to have you write down who you think it is. I don't live by those
0: rules. I've been really fortunate
2: to do what I want in an evangelical way, talk about people doing things I care
1: about. Okay. All right. Do you... Have any idea, Virginia, who that is talking?
2: Uh, I'm sure it's wrong. Is that Will Arnett?
1: Okay, Will Arnett. Um, What do you think, uh, Mercedes? Do you have a guess on who that might be? I
0: believe believe it might be Anthony Bourdain.
1: It is Anthony Bourdain.
0: I'm
1: a loser. I thought it was a current clip. Aren't you a big Anthony Bourdain fan? Yeah,
2: but he's dead. (laughs) I, I thought it was a current clip.
1: Damn, wow. Kevin, setting me up. Oh, set you up. Huh? <laughs> I didn't know there could be dead clips. Oh, god. Well, I mean, Mercedes got it. Good job,
2: Mercedes. I'm stupid.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Mercedes with a quick uh, one zip lead. All right. Let's see. What about uh, this celebrity voice, uh, Virginia? I have you write down who you think this might be. Amount of change, uh, new ideas. It's way greater than the pandemic, and it. Mm. Okay, who do you think that would be? (laughs) Mount of change. Talking about the pandemic. Pandemic. You were big Uh, and discussing that. uh, Okay, Write down who you think that might be. uh, Okay. (laughs) How are you doing with this one, Mercedes? Do you have any clue who that might be?
0: That one I might be borderline
2: on. I have an idea, but not so confident. (laughs) Okay, did you
1: write down a name yet, Virginia?
2: I wrote down a name, but I think I'm uh,
1: wrong. Okay, Mercedes, who do you think that was? I think that might be Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci, okay. What do you think, Virginia? I wrote down Fauci. You wrote down Fauci, and you are both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: this game is a lot harder than it sounds. It is, huh?
1: Uh, no, this is oh, yeah. This is Bill Gates. Amount of change. Uh, new ideas. It's way greater than the pandemic. And it... Okay. Oh, that was hard. All right, let me, let me throw one that uh, might be a little bit easier here. Who is this celebrity talking right here?
2: Listen, man, um, this is the biggest moment in your life. <laughs> it's, it's the moment we always dreamed of being a super fighter every time I fight.
1: <laughs> you threw us a softball because yeah, we suck. I, I realize I need to maybe uh, <laughs> go back a little bit.
2: Mercedes has a point. I don't have anything. So That's true. I appreciate you giving me that softball.
1: Uh, Mercedes, uh, what do you think? Who is that celebrity talking right there? Should that be Mike Tyson? That'd be Mike Tyson. What did you write down, Virginia? I wrote Mike Tyson. Okay, all right. Okay. Okay. Virginia is on the board, finally. Mercedes has the lead, though. Okay, what about uh, this celebrity right here? Which celebrity is this talking?
3: And I got a call in that class from a guy at uh, the local station, CBS, and he'd been calling me several times when I was working.
1: Okay.
2: All right, I think we know this one, right, Mercedes? I would mm-hmm. We okay. know this one, yeah, we got this.
1: Okay, you got yours uh, I, written down, Virginia? I do. Okay, who do you think that is, Mercedes?
2: Oprah?
1: Virginia, what would you write down?
2: Oprah. Okay. okay, ladies, now in a groove. <laughs> now in a groove. He had to give us the easiest ones for me to be able to get a point.
1: <laughs> okay, one more. This still might be easy. Uh, Mercedes got a one-point lead on Virginia right now. Who is this celebrity talking right here?
0: Well, I was a country girl, um, and I was um, I was very into ball. I was never a cheerleader or anything like that. I was a tomboy, so. Um.
1: Okay, all right, Virginia. Yes, I have written something down, sir. Okay, who is that, Mercedes?
0: Um, this one's a little hard for me. I couldn't really hear it too well.
1: Okay, I'll give it um, a little, little bit more of a taste here. Give her
0: some more, because,
2: yeah, yeah we, we have to make this official, Kevin.
0: Well, I was a country girl, yeah. um, and I was um, I was very into ball. I was never a cheerleader or oh, anything like that. It. I was a tomboy. Okay. So, um, <laughs> all right, you think you got it
2: now?
1: Okay, Mercedes. Oh, uh, yes, yeah,
0: that's, that's Britney Spears.
1: Who'd you write down, Virginia?
2: I wrote Britney Spears. All right, y'all finished strong, but Mercedes gets
1: the dub.
2: You did it, Mercedes. Very nice,
1: Mercedes. Oh, awesome. <laughs> way to go. I'm
0: such a huge fan of the show. Thank you so much. Um, Virginia, you met my daughter recently at uh, the Feast a little Italy, and I wasn't there, and uh, my husband was there, and I just love the pictures. It was just amazing. You guys are just so awesome to listen to every day, and my stepson listens to you on the way to school, and it's just it's awesome. Aww. Love you guys. We Aww. love you more. That's You're cool. so sweet.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mercedes. Have a great day, okay?
2: Thank you so much. You do the same. Thank you.
1: Okay.
2: My KVJ show.
3: Ow! Huh, huh. There's a lot of dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's the whacked Out News. People breaking the law. Ha ha, fighting in the nude. Ha, drunk people pooping in the street. Ha ha, it's the whacked Out News. Huh. So many people are meth.
2: Ow!
1: Apparently somebody was uh, gunning for Elon Musk. A 28-year-old Florida man got arrested near a Tesla Gigafactory in Austin, Texas after allegedly threatening to shoot up Elon Musk and the plant during Thursday's Cybertruck delivery event. Oh,
2: wow, he sounds unstable.
1: Yes, he is a little unstable. The man identified as Paul Overeem was charged with making a terroristic threat a third-degree felony. Look Side note,
2: again. have you seen those trucks that uh Tesla truck?
1: Yeah. It looks like a spaceship. It's crazy looking, yeah.
2: Crazy yeah. modern. It is wild.
1: Yeah, it's uh, nutso. Did you see when they uh, first debuted it was supposed to have like this impenetrable glass? Yes. And they threw something at the glass and it shattered. <laughs> whoopsie <laughs> you
2: had one job
1: yeah <laughs> a couple in kentucky is upset after someone gunned down the inflatable santa in their yard last weekend i mean what, what are we doing
2: why would they do
1: that it seemed to be intentional but it's unclear who did it the police are now investigating
3: me and my wife were sitting on the couch watching tv and heard a, kind
1: of like a small bang or whatever so she asked me to take a look. And when I looked out the front door, uh, we saw
3: that the inflatable had fallen over. I went back and looked at our home security camera and it actually showed a vehicle around in the court and a sound that sounded like a firearm,
1: <clears throat> shoot it. And as soon as that noise went off, the inflatable fell down. Come on people, what are we doing? Not cool. You are going to get coal in your stocking. And, and you're, <laughs> you're going to get arrested yeah. for discharging a firearm. What if it would have hit somebody? Yeah. Well, police in Michigan are investigating a house where everyone overdosed on drugs on Thanksgiving. What the hell? Everyone? <laughs> everyone. The whole family? They say at least 10 people were found with decreased breathing. Amazingly, first responders were able to save all of them, but good heavens. Tainted turkey? I don't think it was. Carbon the monoxide? Turkey. Nope. I think they just decided that's what they were going to do with their Thanksgiving. They were thankful they had drugs.
2: Oh, my.
1: Yeah. Crazy. A New York woman was caught on video throwing her boyfriend's clothes and other items from their six-floor apartment balcony. What did he do? Let me guess. He cheated. Yeah, she found him in bed with another woman. Well, then that's what he deserves. He's
2: lucky he didn't get thrown off the balcony.
1: Neighbors said that the woman also threw an ottoman, a mirror, a vase, and a small kitchen appliance over the ledge. And apparently she got so angry, she stripped completely naked at one point. Whoa. Ee. Uh, He broke her. Yeah. See?
2: You always call us crazy, but we don't get the backstory of the men that make us crazy.
1: Police shut down the area while the man tried to collect his things. Here's somebody narrating from a balcony down below. This girl is crazy. Oh, wow. She's giving them
4: a show. She's giving them a show. Look at this.
0: She is on a rampage. Yeah, I can see her. She's still throwing stuff. And the cops is outside now. Ma'am, the jig is up. Wow. <laughs> Stop.
1: <laughs> the cops see you. Uh, the woman was also taken to the hospital for an evaluation.
2: There was so much stuff on the street below. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, people that are just walking by on the street started picking up all this guy's stuff yeah. and pocketing it. This <laughs> is
1: Thanks. Very nice. <laughs> Oh, these are nice jeans. Just my size. (laughs) An Orlando man was arrested after he drove a van full of prison inmates off course and refused to stop while traveling in North Carolina. What the hell? The caller was the owner of the inmate transport company and reported the driver was off course and refusing to return the van. The driver, Joshua James Pinquet, had four inmates in the locked cargo area of the van. And what was he doing? Just joyriding? No, he just decided he was going to quit right in the middle of the trip, and he refused to stop. And they're like, "Uh, dude, you you need to get everybody there. And he's like, no, I quit. And they're like, well, you got people here that are basically your hostage. you got a whole carload of prisoners. Yeah. (laughs) There was another employee that was traveling in the van with him. Who was texting the transport company and be like, okay, this dude just quit and he's gone crazy. Wow. Deputies had to stop the van on I-40 and they learned that he was supposed to stop at a location in Hickory with the inmates, but yeah, it just kept on going. He was charged with five counts of felony second degree kidnapping and felony larceny by an employee. Now he's going to be the one in the back of the van.
2: Wow. What a turn of events. What a twist,
1: huh? (laughs) <laughs> Man. Huh.
2: I wonder if he was just going through something, or was he trying to help those inmates escape?
1: Don't know. Great question. Mm. Great question. Because
2: sometimes, you know, they'll get the, the jail handler, and he's in on it, yeah. and he helps the inmates escape. Was that his plan?
1: Don't know, Virginia. Yeah, maybe. That's an odd time to quit, though, isn't it? It is. Like, what are really? we doing? You're on the road a new york woman led police on a high-speed chase that reached 100 miles an hour after she stole 800 dollars worth of barbie toys from a buffalo target (laughs) that's a
2: lot of barbie
1: yeah she was just loading up her car and they're like yeah hey just want to let you know and so the cops started to follow her out of the parking lot and then she took off and hit 100 miles an hour and They said, all right, we're not going to endanger anybody else. They found her the next day, and now she's facing several charges, including fleeing an officer.
2: I mean, if you're fleeing in your own car, they're going to catch you. They're going to figure out who you are, run your plate, and then you're just done.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't think she really thought that one through.
2: Get a rental car. (laughs) Okay, that's how you do
1: it. All right. A massive marijuana grow operation with, quote, booby traps was discovered in a Tennessee church.
2: Ooh, that's a good place to
1: hide a grow house. Yeah, they're never going to look here. Tennessee is one of the 11 states yet to legalize marijuana. So they got to do it the old-fashioned way. Wow, in a church. Uh Uh-huh. A winery in Washington released footage of someone breaking into their facility and emptying hundreds of thousands of dollars in wine right onto the floor and into the drains.
2: Why did they do that? What a
1: terrible waste, huh? Oh,
2: that's heartbreaking. Yeah,
1: that's alcohol abuse. That's
2: the saddest story I've heard all month. <laughs> it is oh,
1: It is terrible.
2: They just let it go down the drain?
1: I knew that would hit you pretty hard.
2: Kevin, I don't know if I'm okay. I know.
1: You shouldn't be okay. <laughs> Nothing oh, cool about that.
2: Perfectly good drinking wine.
1: There's some guy in a small town in Washington that lost his city council election by one vote, all because he didn't vote for himself. (laughs) Is that real? It's real. He said it felt too narcissistic to do it.
2: Well, there you go. Now you don't get the gig.
1: Yeah. Come on, dummy. (laughs) Amazon has banned the sale of the Flipper Zero Gadget, which is a handheld device designed to hack into digital frequencies. It was found to be able to steal people's credit card information.
2: Oh yeah. This is one of those things that you've seen like people in the fast food industry that are shady and they just take your card and they rub it right by this machine they have in their pocket and it takes all your ID, all your all your credit card info, everything.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Pretty crazy stuff. And they were just
2: selling this thing on Amazon?
1: Yeah, it was on Amazon. They say the device can also open car-locked doors and mess with vehicles and switch off restaurant screens. Wow.
2: That's crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That is some crazy stuff. Technology, I didn't even know that was a thing that you could just buy.
2: I've seen, that, because they had a whole undercover thing on like people in fast food that were scamming and getting credit card numbers. and They had that device in their pocket. I didn't realize you could open up doors as well. Yeah. That would be terrible if you have a hotel room and a guy gets access to any of the doors.
1: I saw somebody stole a, I think it was a Rolls Royce doing that they had the digital frequency because i think there were a whole bunch of TikTok videos and so he they got the digital frequency on how to unlock a you know that's like a five hundred thousand dollar car oh
2: yeah it's ridiculously expensive
1: yeah and they wound up jacking the rolls royce and i don't know if that was the exact same advice uh, device or something similar but wow yeah it's crazy what they got today. So now they're going to have to redo all the digital frequencies on all the kinds of locking systems. Oh
2: my God.
1: Because those things are out there. So it's a crazy world, Virginia.
2: It is. And I feel like the bad guys are just working overtime to separate you from your money and your stuff.
1: They are. Yeah. You
2: got to be so like hyper aware of all these different like people
1: it's a scammer's paradise
2: it really is yeah
1: and if you thought all that was uh weird wait till you hear about replica you ever heard of the new ai friends that are out there no oh boy it's a whole new world virginia i'm gonna tell you about next
0: kevin virginia and jason
1: so is it possible we might get to a point where we stop having real friends or at least as many There's a new thing that is called Replica. It is a virtual artificial intelligence friend. Oh, this is so sad. And I'm not surprised to see that this is starting to happen. But people, in a sense, have artificial intelligence and a personality with a non-living entity that will get to know them better and have conversations with them. And they're saying this could be the future of friendship. But it's so empty. It's not
2: a real person. It's not a real connection. It's not that human thing that you need. You're never going to be fulfilled by this. I would
1: think so, right? I would think right. it would feel like the entire time it would feel hollow. I mean, we're, we're human beings. There's something about us. We're not computers. We're not robots. Well, most of us. <laughs> and You're only about 30% robot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the rest of you is human. But I mean, the, the, the concept of, uh, you would think that you're right, there's something inside of your soul that would just know that this isn't real, and you couldn't have a real meaningful relationship with artificial intelligence.
2: Look, Barbara Streisand sang about it, people need people. That's it. You can't get what you need from a robot. Now, it can be maybe a faux bot a faux friend a faux relationship but... If that's all you have, you got to get out there and make connections with real people. You cannot just rely on this robot to be your buddy.
1: I would think not, but you might argue and say, well, if I do a a virtual AI friend, they're not going to hurt me like a real friend might. They'll be there for me, (laughs) unlike maybe a real friend might. Yeah, I mean, you do have an argument,
2: but it's going to be hollow. You're never going to have real, lasting... Like solid friendship. It's a robot.
1: Right. That's that's what I would think too. I would think that somehow that being a human being, you would know the difference and it would never come close to filling the same type of void we have in us for a real person. You got
2: to get out there and try. You just, you got to try to make real human connections. Now, would this robot be fun to play with? Sure. But this can't be where you get all of your relationships from. You have to have real people
1: in your life. I'm just wondering how many people now are living a virtual world. You've seen The Sims and all that stuff where you create an avatar and then you just go home, you plug yourself into your couch and you turn on whatever this is and that's where you truly live. You can control how you look and how you act and you got a whole world.
2: But it's empty. It's fluffy. I,
1: I would think so too. But I'm just wondering if it's going to get to the point where you're going to start having a portion of the population that would be completely unplugged from reality and completely plugged into a virtual AI world.
2: If if that's where you're going, who hurt you?
1: I know. Who hurt you, baby? Well, I mean, like uh, Nate in the uh, chat, he's like, nah, people just suck. So. I mean, <laughs> There are some people that do feel that way. They've been well, hurt enough.
2: If you think that, then maybe change your circle of who you're hanging out with. Go get some new friends. Go get some new circles. Do some charity work. Yeah. Introduce yourself to a different group because not all people suck. Okay. Some do.
1: I'll give you that. Okay. You would find it weird if somebody said they had a AI girlfriend?
2: Yeah. I would feel bad for them because I would feel like... You know, if they were doing it and it was real to them and this is all they had, like that makes me sad for them because they don't get real human personal connection.
1: I think the thing that'd be easier for a lot of people is that AI will probably like you for who you are. What happens now with real human interaction and relationships is you've got to find people that, that like you and they like your characteristics and what you're all about. And that's tricky to do. And so that's why we have a hard time finding connections, true, real, meaningful connections, because you got to find somebody that you click with.
2: But you can't stop looking just because you've been unsuccessful in relationships. You got to keep trying to forge and have real people in your life, not a computer
1: buddy. Okay. I'd hope so. But it'd be interesting to see where we are in five years, 10 years, 20 years. Do we have a portion of our population that they've just basically left us? I
2: think some people get these computer girlfriends, and right. that to me is scarier than a computer friend.
1: Right. A computer girlfriend? Oh, yeah. Mm. As Jaber would let you know, they're making these flesh bots, Virginia. I feel like real human skin.
2: Would you be shocked if you found out he's not sick at all? He's just <laughs> home with a
1: flesh bot he's testing out his new flesh bot. He called in sick, <laughs> was faking
2: tooth pain, and he's actually at home working himself into a frenzy yeah. with a robot
1: love doll. Oh yeah, he's he's got a fever all right, A fever <laughs> for a robot doll. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, Jay
2: Bird's out sick today, in case you missed it. He is ill and he had a tooth infection, an yeah. eye infection, a fever. Yeah.
1: He's just, he's kind of a mess right now.
2: I hope those predictions yeah. about dead by Christmas aren't true. I
1: know, Virginia. Good Lord. What'd you I'd, call it? I'd feel bad. Yeah. Hey, all right. Imagine that happens. <laughs> I
2: would get blamed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's KDJ.
1: Okay, what are things that guys are wrong about when it comes to what? Ladies really care about. You think that maybe women care about this, but they actually don't. You having an awesome, super fast or awesome car? That was yeah. one of the things that uh, they brought up on Reddit. That like women a sports really don't care.
2: car, like it says nothing for me. Oh, you have a two seater that's loud and goes really fast.
1: Oh, I'm so impressed. Doesn't impress a lot of women. You don't think? No. Okay.
2: Maybe back in the day when I was younger.
1: Okay. Not a big deal.
2: I'd rather know now that you know you're just you keep your car clean, you know you're you're responsible. You got a full tank of gas.
1: That's impressive to me. That's all you got to do. You've lowered your standards. (laughs) KJ said, "Nice watches are expensive clothes." How do you feel about that? Do you think guys should worry about that in the least? Do women really care about either of those things?
2: I love a nice watch. Okay. I like I like a look. I'm into fashion. I like all that. So you You absolutely get my attention when you're
1: that works for the v,
2: yeah, it does
1: okay. What about uh, Micah said, how many gallons of cologne you wear? <laughs> does smell does that matter if a guy doesn't have any scent whatsoever, do would you prefer that they smell like cologne or not?
2: No scent is fine. Too much cologne can be a turnoff.
1: So if you had to do one or the other, don't do anything.
2: Yeah, I would go just fresh, clean deodorant
1: smell. Okay. Now, here are the four things that kind of stood out to me that I think a lot of guys really obsess over this. But is it true that maybe women don't even really care about this? Height. That was one comment on Reddit. No, they care about that. Being bald. Being bald. Not everybody
2: cares about that. Some girls like a bald man. Okay. Yeah. Daddy Warbucks was bald, and he could take care of you.
1: The comment on Reddit said, just be confident. If you're a bald, just rock it with confidence.
2: Yeah. And you just you go all in on the bald, or you go to hair club like Kevin did. Like, it's pick one. You can't be pulling the bozo the clown.
1: Okay. Being jacked. Basically overdoing the gym to the point where you look like hulks.
2: That is a guy thing, and I, I don't think that women
1: current, aren't necessarily turned on by a huge, muscly,
2: huge, dude. big muscles and veins like popping out in your neck. Yeah, I, uh, no, it's not doing it for me.
1: Okay, I and, like
2: a I like a I like a fit guy, sure.
1: Okay, but yeah, I mean, a guy who's just jacked,
2: right? If he's in the gym every day, grunting, bench pressing, it's a lot.
1: And this is the one Jaybird's going to care the most about: penis size. <laughs> The comment on Reddit was, as long as you can get me to achieve the big O and treat me, my family and friends, kindly, the size of your junk isn't important. Do you agree with that statement, Virginia?
2: I would agree with that. Yeah. I think if you're a good man, uh, she's going to give more points to that. And, to as she gets older, she realizes that penis size matters less. And she looks for qualities. Like, They wrote about kindness, good to her, good to her family, good to her friends. If you're good to a girl
1: in front of her friends and you just dote on her, that's huge. Okay. So we're asking the question right now in the KBJ TV chat room. Ladies, which of these characteristics do you care the least about in men? We've got height, being jacked, being bald, and penis size. What do you think is the one that the ladies care the least about? Jacked.
2: I for me, jacked.
1: Sixty-six percent is being jacked.
2: Yeah. You don't need to be jacked. I'd rather you be
1: nice. Okay. And what do you think is in second then? Between height being bald and penis size? Penis. It is. Yeah. Bird would love this. (laughs) If he's so excited. (laughs) Call him. Let's call him. (laughs) Tell him. (laughs) I know
2: he's trying to sleep and get those antibiotics in his system, but let's wake him up.
1: Wake up from your stupor, Bird. (laughs) KVJ. Okay, we've all got them. Opinions. So, what are yours? Make them random and strong. I know this is a uh, big thing for a lot of people one person said white lights are not true christmas lights (laughs) they have to be colored lights it says you can see white lights in july doesn't count wow what are you a white lighter or a colored christmas light person
2: colored i have them on the tree we put up the tree last night well so you agree with that huh i do i don't care for me the white lights is just too like i don't know like like fancy I, i like a a homey Christmas tree I grew up with colored lights my mom always had colored lights so that's what we have okay all
1: right I, I, I do get that I, I prefer I think white lights look cooler and classier but I, I do understand the argument of maybe it's not as festive Don't More not
2: traditional yeah I like
1: a traditional colored light uh, this person said baby on board stickers what is the point do you think people really care <laughs> okay, do you, do you change your driving around a car that's got a baby on board sticker? On?
2: Uh, no, not at all.
1: Okay, then it doesn't matter. All right. Then, I think right.
2: it's for if like, you get into a wreck
1: uh-huh.
2: that the emergency personnel know, oh, there's a baby in the back.
1: Is that what it is? That's what I thought it was for. Okay, all right. Uh, this person said, uh, we should wash our hands before going to the bathroom. Men and women have to touch or get very close to our pink parts. Hands need to be clean. Okay, I would agree with that. It's an interesting thought. Washing your hands before you go. I see at least with ladies why that would be an argument. I don't know about me. <laughs> You're good. I think I'm good. <laughs> well, you are the cleanest hand man I know. Right. I'm not going there with filthy paws. <laughs> Everybody should return their shopping carts to the cart corral unless they are impaired. How do you feel about that, Virginia? Eh. Eh.
2: <laughs> sometimes I bring it back and sometimes I don't.
1: Oh, jeez. I'm going to be in one of those videos. You, oh, yeah, you are. Because if they come and We're they stab and they want
2: to get lippy, I will yeah. gi- I'll be in their video. Yeah. I will give them what they want.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> um, Never have your wedding out of town. A random strong opinion. Destination weddings are tricky. If you want people to come to your wedding...
2: Only about half the people you invite will be able to come to a destination wedding. So just don't be disappointed when a lot of your guests can't afford it. It's expensive.
1: My daughter's just stepping into the wedding world. She's 25. A lot of her friends are now starting to have babies and get married. She's got a wedding coming up. And she's starting to realize that it is For about every wedding that she's got to be a part of, it's about $500.
2: Minimum. Minimum, yeah. Because you have to do everything. You have to throw this hooker a party. You got to throw her a shower. You got to have a bachelorette. You got to do all these things if you're in the wedding party. Then you got to buy your dress
1: Mm -hmm. and your shoes and your jewelry. Right. She's going through all that. Yep. Hair, makeup.
2: I think it's overrated being a bridesmaid, unless it's a really, really, really close girlfriend. Turn it down. Okay. Because it's too expensive.
1: How do you feel about this uh, random strong opinion? If you get cancer from smoking, I don't feel bad for you.
2: I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, I
1: feel bad for anybody that gets cancer. I would say so too. I mean, come but, on. Can we have a little sympathy? But is there is there anything else in life that you can get is there anything else where it's like, okay, you did that to yourself? Everyone knows now, right? Right. I mean, the message is out that smoking is bad for you. I mean, if you're like, you. well, wait a minute, this is bad for me? But back in the
2: day, they certainly didn't get the yeah. message. There's a lot of people that have cancer now because they smoked when they were younger, and the message just wasn't out there like it is today.
1: Yeah. But some people, that, that power, and th- those vapes, that's the new thing. It's kind of crazy, Virginia. I don't think those are good on the lungs either. Now imagine that breathing in toxins is bad for you. I met a girl (laughs) and she is like hooked on that vape so bad she had to get an inhaler because her lungs are all jacked. I'm like, why? They just hit the vape all day. Yeah, and it's like, but wouldn't you stop if you had to get an inhaler? Isn't your body telling you something? It should. That's That's a real problem, though. It's crazy. They they can't get away from that uh, vape. It's nuts. Um, This person, their random strong opinion, the secret to happiness is low expectations. I believe that. Okay. Put low
2: expectations on others and you won't be disappointed as much. If you expect everybody in life to be as awesome as you, you're going to go around being disappointed all day.
1: I think that kind of runs piggyback to gratitude, though, as well. Sure. Because I think that's what it is. It's... not the it, when you have gratitude, you're appreciative for everything that's going on. You realize if you've got good health, man, I need to be really thankful for that. And if I've got a car, if I've got a job, if I got all that kind of stuff.
2: Remind yourself of all the things that you do have. Yes. Instead of focusing on things you don't. Okay.
1: What do you think about this? Men who say, we're pregnant, make it sound like it's an equal partnership. Dude, you're not pregnant, and you won't go through one millionth of the hell that she will. Stop saying it. It is kind of annoying, guys, that say, we're pregnant. (laughs) Okay. And this person said, a huge Star Wars fan all my life. I'm now absolutely sick to death of it. The original movies had a certain charm, but the rest of it is stupid. Signed, Jaybird. (laughs)
2: Is he listening? (laughs) Jaybird's out sick today. Yeah, he Mm -hmm. is, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, I know he would definitely agree to that, though. Definitely. Yeah. All right, well, unfortunately, uh, Jaybird is going to miss what we always do on a Monday. Think fast. Are you ready, Virginia? I'm so ready. (laughs) The KVJ Show. All right, think fast. Bird is uh, out ill today, so we got a head-to-head matchup with Virginia and producer Denny's here. All right, Denny's. You're going down. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see.
4: He's, how he's so scared. If I can guess what Kevin's going to do, it
1: always helps.
4: Yeah. That's if you can r- a weird one. read Kevin's
1: mind, yes. Try to get in
2: my head. Behind those beady eyes.
1: Okay. Let's see who can come up with a sensible answer the fastest. All right. Here you go. First one. Something you put in the oven, starting with the letter T. Tart. Uh, t- uh, tart. Do you put a tart a in the oven? Pastry?
2: Yeah I, yeah, I know what you
4: meant. Okay. <clears throat> well, you put that in a you have to
2: pay. You have to bake the tart part. Okay. The, the crust.
1: All right. Okay, Virginia gets the first one. Okay, how about this? A football position... Starting with the letter T. t-, t-,
2: t-, uh, t-, t-, t- touchdown! End. <laughs>
1: oh, tight end! Oh, danny has got a sports one! <laughs> yes. Daddy's with the sports. I'm so happy
4: you said touchdown. You <laughs> said touchdown.
1: You went tight end. Look yeah, at that! yes. Such a sports fanatic over there. <laughs> you know, man, Look at him. Go Dolphins! What'd you think
2: about the Dolphins this weekend? I'm
4: happy they won. I'm always happy when they win. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. What about this? A country starting with the letter B.
4: Belgium. Belgium.
1: I think Virginia got in first. That right, suits so okay. Virginia. It's yeah. Okay. Just so quick. Virginia's up two to one here. All right. How about this? A platform you stream on, starting with the letter T. Twitch. Oh! Oh!
2: Oh! oh he's quick. It's about uh, technology. He's always going to oh. beat me.
1: Okay. It is tied up. Next one wins. A flower starting with the letter D.
2: Daisy. Oh jeez! Did you have D loaded? I did. I had P. I was locked in with D. I (laughs) said Petunia. She's all
1: all about D. All right, Virginia, getting the dub today.
2: (sighs) Oh, Jaybird would be so proud. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Coming up here in a couple of minutes. Did you guys realize today is a National Cookie Day? I did. Uh, We had some nice
2: listeners that uh, plugged me into that fact. And Jaybird's missing National Cookie Day. uh,
1: What the heck is going on today? Well, I tell you, if you want to go get yourself a foot-long cookie, I got some details you can't miss coming up next. The KDJ Show. You know, I think every single Monday, you need to have something awesome going on, so you actually kind of almost look forward to a Monday. Like, today is National Cookie Day. Shouldn't National Cookie Day always fall on a Monday? I love it. like, so okay, it's Monday, but it's National Cookie Day. And it is time to start getting your uh, Christmas cookies
2: done. My girlfriend's having a cookie party this week and it's where you just try all these different Christmas cookies you oh work boy. out your recipes yeah you know if you're like me and you
1: like to ship baked goods to family members you better get on them cookies It's a way to do it huh yeah okay cookie time well if you are looking for something fun on National Cookie Day I know subway locations in Miami are going to be giving out footlong cookies foot long footlong cookies. Yeah, they're going to be adding them to the menu early next year. And there's a few test markets, and Miami is one of them. So they're going to be giving them out there at uh, some of those locations. Wow. Yeah, so if you're uh, in Miami, pop by a Subway. Maybe see if you can get your uh, grubby paws on one of them foot-long cookies. know, Subway is known for having pretty good cookies, right? They have
2: great cookies. Right.
1: Oh, the white
2: macadamia nut. Oh, those yeah. are my favorite.
1: It's top notch one. What's your absolute who has the who has the best cookies? Here is because I know you got a lot of cookie competition. You got them crumble cookies.
2: Crumble cookies are the I think pinnacle right now of hotness when it comes to cookies. They have
1: the absolute best cookie,
2: they really do, and they switch it up every week. It's do it's different, it's new, it's exciting.
1: Okay, that's number one. Does a Subway, do they get uh, into a top five? Top today? five, yeah, definitely
2: top five. Okay. I like this brand called David's. Okay. Um, They have them at Restaurant Depot. So a lot of restaurants, if you go and get their cookies, it's actually the brand is David's. Okay. And it really is delicious.
1: Okay. All right. I want to find out what are the uh, top five? What are people's favorites? Is Crumble, without a doubt, number one? Or is there something else that you would say, nah, you got to go here because they got a great cookie? I know Jaybird's Bird's all into the cookie game. Unfortunately, we don't have his opinion on this today. Yeah,
2: he's out sick today. Yeah,
1: wah, wah. yeah tough for him. Coming up here in a couple of minutes, too, I know that uh, we have got a cookie that you can get here for National Cookie Day. And it all goes to uh, benefit one of our families from Little Smiles.
2: Yeah, we've got a family here joining us in studio. Uh, the mama started a cookie business Okay. to help the family make money. You know, she's dealing with a chronically ill child, mm-hmm. and every little bit counts. Okay. Medicine and care is very expensive for our yep. Little Smiles families. But I love that she did this.
4: It
1: is cool. A little
2: side hustle. Yep. The KVJ Show.
1: Well, today is National Cookie Day, and if you're looking to get uh, some cookies going today, which I do recommend... Uh, we've got a cookie that you could get and try, and it's not only a cookie, but it's also a delectable brownie. It's Mixed Bees, and we've got Molly and Michael in here. They've got... Uh their lovely son Mikey, along with them today, and Virginia, tell me how you discovered mixed Bees.
2: So I found Molly on Instagram, okay, and she has a wonderful little following on Instagram too. Mikey's journey and his medical challenges, and mm. I just I love her honesty because she puts it all out there and says, "Look, this is what it's like when you have a kid with special needs, and this is our family." and it's beautiful, the stories Thank that you, you tell. And so we met her through our work with Little Smiles yes. from the holiday toy drive one year. Yes,
0: actually when we came home from the hospital. Oh, wow, okay. So Mikey was seven months old, and we came home with nothing. We didn't know if Mikey was going to come home or not. So when we came mm. home, I reached out to you, and I said... I need help. Aww. And you're like, okay, so I got diapers and wipes and toy. We were set with a formula for months. Awesome. So that's how it actually originally started. And I
2: even forgot about that yes. part of it. <laughs>
0: yes, And then it was a toy. And then even just recently when he was in the hospital, yes. I reached out to you again. And we came home and you... Filled our refrigerator with groceries, which was so amazing.
2: Good, I'm so glad. That's what Little Smiles does. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we want to continue to do that for you and your family, because I know the struggle is real. Absolutely. I'm sure Mikey's <laughs> medical bills are ridiculous. Oh,
0: you have no idea. <laughs> ECMO really was one of the top bills, and ECMO was actually the, um, his highest level of life support, and that was $2.5 million. I mean, where
2: what do they think you're ever gonna be able to pay
0: this? It's, it's ridiculous. Five dollars a month. Yeah,
2: five dollars a month.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it, it was it was crazy. And seven months of being in the NICU, it added up. We were actually in St. Pete, so we weren't even home. Oh my! So we had to pay for um, hotels or Airbnbs, and we had two other kids. So. oh boy taking care of them and stuff like that so it was it was a challenge
1: Mm.
2: mikey's the baby and you have two older daughters yes
0: we have a 13 and a 12 year old girls that are in middle school wow and this is hard
2: for them too absolutely yeah absolutely and is Mm. that what inspired you to start your own cookie company
0: it it was so while we were in the hospital i i think the girls wanted to do something i was in a funk we thought he was going to do good he ended up kind of not doing great So they decided they wanted to bake cookies for Halloween for the nurses and doctors. Oh, I love that. Once that started, it was like a tradition that we just always did it. And it was a way that I could cope. I've always Mm -hmm. loved to bake. And then once I realized how much enjoyment and how much they loved it, Mm -hmm. it was like a weekly, three times a week thing. I mean, muffins, cookies, (sighs) and the cookies were the number one thing.
2: I love it. And
0: even when we go back, like he has appointment in January, If we go back empty-handed, they're like, what's going on? Where's the
2: cookies? (laughs) Where's
0: the cookies? (laughs) They know us as bringing cookies and bringing treats. Mm
2: -hmm. And now you started MixBees, which is M-I-X-B-E-S dot com. And you have cookie mixes, brownie mixes. People can go on there and buy them and have them shipped to their house. Yes. And then support you and your family.
0: Absolutely, which is wonderful. And why I made Mixed is because I wanted to help people make wonderful cookies at home that are mm-hmm. simple, great ingredients, easy to do. We have a video to go along with it, which makes it easy even for kids. We have anywhere from six-year-olds to making it all the way up to grandparents making it. So anybody can do it. And so that's kind of what we want is bring everybody else bring joy. Yeah. Instead of being able to go places, make the, these cookies at home. They're mm-hmm.
2: nice-looking cookies. Thank yeah, you. Oh. Yes. yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm going to
2: have to go bring a few to Jay Bird. He's uh, out sick today, but he
0: is going to be very
2: mad when he finds out he missed cookie day. Yeah. Oh,
0: we can always make sure he gets cookies.
1: that's <laughs> oh. <laughs> sweet. The website is uh, MixBees, M-I-X-B-E-S dot com. Yes. so you can go there and place your orders
0: yes absolutely yeah very cool now are you
2: packaging and everything out of your
0: house yep, or? everything's done wow. at home we have a little helper that mm. helps us nice um and we ship it out from home we package it from home and um you know it's it's been a it's been a fun journey it's been it's been something fun um we've had great success with it and people are loving it and making you know cookies and it's been nice. Um, Mikey's our official cookie taster. I,
2: I've seen him help you on your Instagram make the cookies. He loves
0: cookies. He doesn't say very much, <laughs> but he knows how to sign cookie and more for sure. <laughs> and please, please, please Aww. is his favorite. So Aww. we are always keeping cookies in stock in our homes.
1: So. Okay. Well, thank you for coming in, Molly and Michael, well, Thank for you for having National this. Cookie Day. And for the holidays, go to MixBees, M-I-X-B-E-S dot com. All right, uh, Denny's going to slip in here real quick before we get to the after the show. He's uh, going to take care of the thought for the day. Since Bird is out here today, what you got for us, Denny's? All
4: right, just uh, because we have the cookie day going on, abs aren't always made in the kitchen, but cookies are. <laughs> okay, yeah.
1: very nice. There you
4: go.
2: The KDJ Show on 97.9 WRMF.